PlayStation 5 Pro has been softly confirmed by multiple sources. We have leaks as well as those close to the project telling Insider Gaming, which they are a reliable source of leaks, that it is being developed. They are slating a late 2024 launch, and I believe that this poses a problem for a variety of things that are worth discussing. What does this mean for consumers currently who own a PS5 or maybe somebody who is setting their sights on getting a PlayStation 5? They're trying to really saturate the market this year. What does this mean for Xbox? Do they have a pro console coming? What does this mean for the Xbox Series S in the grand scheme of console spectrum this generation? What does this mean for developers if they've got projects that they're working on? Where are they going to want to build their games? So, I want to break this all down for you. I make it very quick and right here on the front of the video so you don't have to go searching for it. It's a live stream, so it's a longer video. Make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss the discussions, and then you're here for these videos. So with the PS5 Pro all but being confirmed by Sony, I have to say that this will be a problem in a variety of ways. Yes, I am excited about the prospect of a mid-gen upgrade, and I will obviously buy a PS5 Pro and test it out. If Xbox has a Pro console that comes out, I will do the same thing. But there are various ways that I believe this could impact Sony customers, as well as the market with respect to developers, what they build, and Xbox versus Sony hardware. Okay, so first, I want to talk about the impact on Sony customers, then I want to talk about how will this affect Xbox, the Series S, do they do a pro console, there's important information in the leaks about how this could affect the Series S. Third, what will this do to the hardware versus ecosystem divide that many people have predicted will start to be the dividing line between Xbox and PlayStation? We're going to talk about that. Fourth, is an Xbox Pro coming? How will it be received? So before we get into all those points, I just want to establish where did this story come from? Insider Gaming ran with this and we have the quote right here. Insider gaming sources have confirmed that the PS5 Pro is in development and could release with a tentative release date as of late 2024. Now, at first blush, I'm like, okay, this sounds like a sensible release date time. They're switching everything around. They really want to get their saturation out, and they do make mention of that. Insider gaming previously reported that a new PlayStation 5 with a detachable disk drive is scheduled to release later this year. It's understood that this new model will phase out the current PlayStation 5 to cut down on production and shipping costs in spite of the widespread reports. This is not the PS5 Pro model. So this quote here is indicating, listen, there is a unifying skew coming. There's the detachable disk drive. That's not the Pro. That's completely separate. Now, they also heard this from someone close to it. This is, quote, just the beginning of new hardware coming to PlayStation users this generation, said one source when talking about the detachable disk drive console. So they're viewing this generation as sort of just getting started with hardware. They just launched their PSVR 2. They're likely thinking of that. And they're probably also thinking about a mid-gen upgrade that they can't talk about. They honestly probably shouldn't talk about it anytime soon. Now, this is where things could get problematic for Xbox, alright? Now, this again is not something that we can say is a for sure thing, but this sounds like what they're setting their sights on. As for what the PS5 specs will entail, details are limited. However, a recently published patent by PlayStation architect Mark Kearney suggests that Sony Interactive Entertainment is looking to accelerate ray tracing performance in 
video games. That's a huge element to part of my discussion this morning with the Series S, but I don't want to get ahead of myself, okay? I don't want to jump ahead in my outline and in my monologue here. So, problems for PS5 consumers. How does a mid-gen upgrade pose a problem for PS5 consumers? Well, in a variety of ways. First, this feels really, really early in this generation's life cycle, and it's not early, but it feels early, okay? This is not exactly accurate to say, wow, this is way too soon, because if this thing lands late 2024, that's four years into the life cycle of the PlayStation 5. But what happened in 2020 with the slowdown and the chip shortages, it makes this feel accelerated. It's like, I I haven't even been able to get a PS5 yet, somebody might be saying, and and they're already making a new one? There's plenty of people who might look at it that way. Some people might also say, this thing hasn't even had a chance to get started. The, the, the PlayStation 5 has a handful of PlayStation 5-only games right now. What, three? Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, and then we have Spider-Man on the horizon. So it's like, you guys haven't even really gotten started. I, I could see consumers saying that. And on one hand, I think they would be right. It's like, hey, you better make good on the PS5 vanilla console. You better not leave it behind and make it look like a chump. I don't think they would, but I could see consumers being concerned about this. Keep in mind that no PS5 Pro announcement will land likely until about six months before. They don't want to disrupt their console saturation. They don't want to cannibalize this new SKU update that's coming, as well as their PS5 distribution, which is projected to do very well in 2023. And obviously, they would want it to continue to do well even after the announcement, which would likely come out probably mid-2024 is when they would announce it. Second... This could create a limbo feeling for would-be PlayStation 5 owners. If Spider-Man 2 is landing late this year and everybody's thinking, I could wait one year and get a PS5 Pro, that could cause that sense of limbo. I don't think this will threaten the demand of the PS5. It is incredible how fast they sell. They do seem to be more available now. You can go into stores. I saw some at Target the other day. They were quickly leaving. One guy was walking out the door with one. He paid for it. He didn't steal it. And then there was like two still behind the glass. So you can find them. And I don't think that demand's going away. Now, this is why I think Sony is going to try to keep the PS5 Pro information locked down. I believe it was Tom Henderson who previously said he had heard more about the PS6 and this uh, this new SKU with the detachable disk drive. He had heard more about them than a PS5 Pro. Well, there's probably good reason for that. They don't want to hurt their cannibal. Uh, they don't want to cannibalize their sales. So lastly, this could also make current PS5 owners feel like they barely got started and their console's already going to get outshined. People are going to feel a certain kind of way if there's a handful of PS5-only titles and then the PS5 Pro gets announced. Well, well, now my PS5's already going to be outshined. It's already going to be second best. I think people will feel a certain kind of way about that. That makes the marketing around a PS5 Pro very delicate because I think consumers will have a right to say, we didn't really get that many PS5-only games. You just got started. Now, what about the Series S? Yes, I can't talk about consoles and hardware and power without bringing up the Series S because I think it needs to be brought up in these discussions. This isn't hate. This is observations about what was contained in this leak and what we know about the Xbox Series S, okay? Hear me out. 
this could play a significant role in the future of games landing on both consoles from a developer perspective. I'm not slamming and and, and saying anything nasty about the way that the Series S is working. A lot of the recent commentary around ray tracing and lighting systems is that new tech is going to help developers create games faster and more efficiently. You've really got to do some research into this. I had so many articles shoved into my discord by wheezy about this i was like lay it on me why is everybody going to ray tracing i i've been saying that ray tracing is overrated i think i was wrong i kept saying listen it just makes things a little bit more prettier it's a processing hog it's a terrible thing to do to a game well the reason developers keep doing it and pushing for it is because of the development efficiency that they get from it so ray tracing is just a technique for modeling light And it does all these like rendering algorithms to make sure that the light does what it's supposed to do. And more and more games keep switching to UE5, Unreal 5, specifically for the lighting. I've seen at least two different interviews where they're like, yeah, we switched to UE5 because of the lighting. Okay. We're also seeing ray tracing becoming more and more appealing to developers because it means less dev time spent creating and placing light objects. I got that from Wheezy. That's what he said. He's like, listen, they're going to. They spend way less time having to place and create light objects. He also said this, you let the light source generate the lumens and the game engine dictates reflection, refraction, etc. So in essence, you place the source and you let the physics have it react realistically. This cuts down on development time, which with crunch culture and how much goes into every single job and every single game, ray tracing stands to really help developers so clearly there is a movement within the dev world and this is not just about having prettier graphics in 2019 four years ago there was an article on 10.medium and the guy said that a decade or so from now real-time ray tracing will be commonplace allowing developers to create realistic graphics without all the tedious workarounds that was four years ago he was recommending oh yeah it'll happen in about a decade it seems to already be happening okay However, you have to consider something. Even the current consoles, the PlayStation 5 and the Series X, we're not seeing the full suite of ray tracing used. They're still trying to figure it out. You kind of get like half of the ray tracing or some of it, okay? The Series S being the weakest of the three next-gen consoles available right now could pose a significant problem for Xbox with ray tracing long-term. According to Digital Foundry, ray tracing support on consoles so far has been somewhat limited in the cross-gen era, with only select titles truly benefiting from ray tracing support. Xbox Series S has been necessarily limited still further owing to more GPU, memory, and bandwidth limitations. So they're saying, listen, the, the, the Series S isn't even on the battlefield right now with respect to ray tracing. They, they, they've got the limited GPU and the memory. You're not really going to see a lot of ray tracing on the Series S. It simply can't do it effectively. You get very meager versions of it. Most games are just opting to not do ray tracing on the Series S. So developers are already aware of this, just how limited ray tracing will be on just the consoles in general, but even more so limited on the Series S. Now, now, if you think about that, that would make sense as to why the PlayStation 5 Pro is setting its sights on ray tracing. Keep in mind, if Xbox responds and does something similar, my question still stands. 
what about the Series S? What are you going to do with that box if you essentially create a hierarchy of console where it can't do any of the things developers need it to do for development efficiency? If you combine all this with the fact that the PlayStation 5 is getting praise from the Final Fantasy 16 developers, you are going to see, I think, a trend of developers flocking to the PlayStation ecosystem because it's easier to develop for. That game, according to the developers, Final Fantasy 16 would still be in development. Quote, if we didn't have the memory the PlayStation 5 has and also the transfer speed of the SSD that the PS5 has, we would still be in development. That's a pretty big and notable developer saying that out in the public. Other developers will take note. Now, note that they actually start their quote with the memory of the PS5. If we didn't have the memory the PS5 has, and also the transfer speed SSD, they start with the memory. That's the bottleneck the developers have pointed out that the Series S has. It's more about the memory than the GPU. So, if you suddenly enter the picture with the PS5 Pro that has more accelerated ray tracing, Sony could create a huge edge specifically to being more appealing to developers as it already stands they seemingly do have an edge with developers and that might continue so let me continue here does this start the hardware or ecosystem divide this has been speculated by many many people many have speculated that the xbox may start leaning more heavily into the ecosystem mantra i think xbox is likely to make one more console after the series x i'm not talking about a mid-gen upgrade either an xbox series x pro maybe maybe not i think they'll do one more one more box i do i don't think they're going to abandon hardware entirely people keep calling me a hater for saying that i think eventually microsoft will lean away from hardware because their expertise is software it just makes sense right I'm talking about a generation right now where Microsoft tests the ecosystem idea even further and they scale back the hardware pushes and the hardware focus. This would mean that they would highlight things like cloud and game pass and play anywhere. These are already things they're highlighting. They would start highlighting that as their competitive edge because they might not be able to highlight their hardware edge. They would approach developers and essentially say our cloud, our game pass, our play anywhere is a really good ecosystem to be in. PlayStation would approach developers with a completely different approach and say our software Uh, implementation is so much better you can do so much more with ray tracing they're both going to be trying to appeal to the development market to say you want to make games for our systems in my opinion the series s put xbox behind in the hardware parity race before this generation even got off the ground you can sense it in the way that people defend it they say the most weird things like well we have more 120 fps games in the ps5 i don't know what blogger what pundit what pro xbox guy threw that stat out there that has no bearing on the discussion of raw power and the potential problem of future games not running well on that system watch any digital foundry breakdown that thing is woefully behind and developers are taking note the ps5 pro could be the nail in the coffin for the series s from a developer perspective they could say why do we want to do more work to to basically build for a weaker system 
pro Xbox fans continue to say that the devs are just being lazy and not taking the time to optimize their game for the Series S. That's a quick and surefire way to tell developers that they shouldn't develop for your ecosystem because if the game doesn't run well on weaker hardware, which isn't necessarily their fault, especially if they're leaning towards more ray tracing to increase development efficiency and then they have to do extra work to get it to run on your system that can't really do ray tracing because of its memory bottlenecks and its weaker GPU well, they might look at that and say if we go through all that work and then we still get slammed and and called lazy because it doesn't run well over there, man that's a really great reason to leave that ecosystem which could mean the marketing and the focus would pivot for Xbox, that leads me to the next question, will Xbox do a Series X Pro? Something to consider is how the consumers have responded to the more affordable model. The Series S, according to data analysis, has been outselling the Series X in key markets. What this could mean is is that the consumer base is flocking to the idea of low entry, which dovetails really well with Game Pass. Low entry, low cost. I'm not slamming them. If that's their ecosystem, if that's their selling point, they're going to have to lean into it or they're going to fracture their identity. If you appeal to people with low entry cost on the console, low entry cost on Game Pass, are you going to be able to compete with a premium piece of hardware? I don't think so. You'll have to take a different strategy. Many have defended the Series S saying, well, those consumers don't care about performance. You could show them 25 digital foundry videos and they wouldn't care. They'd shrug at it. We've had people say, oh, it's just a Game Pass box. Who cares that it's getting 900p games and not even able to maintain 60 frames per second in virtually every game that it runs? Who cares about that? It's a Game Pass box. Let's just say that's true. Let's say your defense of the Series S is valid okay well if the consumers share the mindset that you're saying it could make a series x pro a really tough sale like how are you going to sell to a market of people who want low cost low entry they don't buy games they're a game pass gamer baby that marketplace is going to look at a premium console at a premium price and they're going to say no thank you This is tied to the potential shift of Microsoft being a more ecosystem-focused marketing approach. Time will tell if the PS5 Pro causes any disruption in developer demand and also if it tilts the scales of hardware more firmly in Sony's corner. Now, let me give you my thoughts and my conclusion. A PS5 Pro will likely be met with mixed response from the existing PS5 consumer base. Some will always upgrade. They will always pine after the best and the strongest equipment. Others will feel like they got their hands on a PS5, or maybe they're just trying to get their hands on one, and that just took place, and they're going to feel like this is too accelerated. The timing of the marketing will be really tough for Sony, and they will likely want to keep the PS5 Pro under wraps. They aim to get good PS5 saturation in 2023 and shifting away from the PS4 with the Horizon Forbidden West DLC and Spider-Man 2 is part of that plan and strategy and they're not going to want to disrupt that. 
The second thing I want to say is we have to start considering the conversation that is forming around the PlayStation 5 versus the Xbox with respect to development. I'm not talking about games. I'm not talking about preferences or performance. I'm talking about what the developers think. A narrative is taking shape that the PS5 is just an easier system to develop for, and that doesn't bode well for Xbox. We now have one of the biggest franchises in the gaming world, Final Fantasy, praising the PS5 for its power and how it aided them in development. This is on the heels of the Baldur's Gate 3 situation where Xbox doesn't even have a release date because the devs came out and said, we can't get the same standard for split-screen co-op on the Series S and the X. Take that for what it is. I, I think they're struggling because you have two different systems and one of them is weaker. People tell me I'm reading too much into that. I don't know how you read a blank just face value statement of we can't get split screen co-op to the same standard on the Series S and the Series X. I don't know how else you're supposed to read that. All of this is coming after warnings from top engineers and developers from id Software, ID Software. I always called them ID Software, the guys who make Doom. They had warnings about the Series S. They said it was going to pose significant problems. Don't forget how quickly a few indie developers were dismissed when they tweeted about the Series S being weaker. The narrative is clearly starting to form not from fans, not from pundits, bloggers, or YouTubers who want to pull for one side of the aisle. This is from developers, the people who make the games. Don't forget, Microsoft has tried to address the complaints from devs by opening up more memory in the Xbox Series S dev kit. The Xbox dev kit, they opened up more memory. It had little to no measurable effect. So let me give you my conclusion. This generation of console battle was slow out of the gate, but the next few years will be the true test. Xbox could certainly gain some ground if the ABK deal goes through, but I continue to think it will help them focus on their ecosystem rather than their boxes. Sony may be able to cement themselves as the premium console experience with even recent comments about the Nintendo Switch basically having a few more years left and the Switch 2 being in doubt. The best and the most expensive console might end up being in Sony's corner and Microsoft will just completely shift to focusing on ecosystem language. This isn't bad for the consumer, by the way. This could be very good for the consumer to feel like they have choices. At the end of the day, the hope would be we get more power, more options, and better games. And if the rumors are to be believed, the PS5 Pro might just help in bringing that about. That's the show open. That is the show open. 22 minutes. I forgot to record, Creature. I'm so mad at myself. I've got to form that muscle memory. I looked up. I was seven minutes in, and I hadn't hit record. And I was like, I can't go back. Can't go back. The PlayStation 5 is anti- The PlayStation 5 Pro is anti-consumer. Not a fan at all. I would need you to elaborate on how that's anti-consumer. How is a mid-gen upgrade anti-consumer? I, I, would, I would need some argumentation on that. Checklist pre-flight procedures. I have a literal freaking post-it note underneath OBS that says record. I, I I'm so mad at myself. It's so I it's so out of my. In a week it'll be normal, but right now it's not normal. If you guys are here, you've never been here before. You one of my recent new subscribers because of the Sony coverage. Hopefully you enjoy the show open. I'm trying to be balanced here. I do think people will view a PS5 Pro as a problem. They will view it as a hey wait a minute I I didn't even get a PS5 yet or oh I just got a PS5. 
I think mid-gen upgrades are tar. They are they are they are hard to market. I think they are hard to market. By the way, let's get things started here. Let's get some coffee sales. I don't know if we sold a couple of bags of coffee yesterday. That's what we hit yesterday on the member count. Let's reset it. Let's see if we can get the 25 member goal. Every 25, I gift five. If you want to support the channel directly, at least make sure you're smashing the like button. That helps the channel get discovered by more people. Do you think the PS5 will do a PS5 Pro trade-in? That I don't know. Did they do anything like that with the PS5 Pro? I can't remember. I didn't have a PlayStation 4. I bought a PlayStation 4 Pro when they did the Spider-Man combo because I was not a PlayStation guy. I don't really consider myself a PlayStation guy now. People will tell you that I am. I I just, the games that I like landed there. I just like action-adventure games. What do you want me to say, right? That's where the best ones seem to be landing. And... I have all the consoles, but that was when I got into the PlayStation ecosystem. I don't know if they did a trade-in or anything like that. If Xbox does a mid-gen upgrade, or they lie to regulators and say they won't make Bethesda game exclusives, they get praised for it. I'm not sure what you're driving at, Andrew Wilkins. Zubair says, it all depends on pricing. If the price of the PS5 drops and the Pro takes over that price, nobody complains. If the Pro is more expensive, then people will complain. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know what they did. What did they do with the PS4 Pro? That I'm 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 in the dark. Yo, what's good train Sony fanboy? Yeah. PS5 Pro release estimate. Oh, they're estimating late 2024, probably holiday of 2024 is when they're estimating its delete. Uh, it's deletion. It's release it's release. GameStop offered me $200 to trade my my PS5 Pro towards a PS your PS4 Pro to a PS5. Oh, really? A trade-in would be nice, says Paul. It would definitely help market it to people who are worried about just getting a PS5. What's good, Pulse Reflection? When did you get into the ecosystem? I just said, when they when they did the PS4 Pro Spider-Man bundle. I, I got in when Spider-Man came out. Besides ray, ray tracing, what will the PS5 provide? At this point, Agent Petty, we don't know. It's, it's a rumor, but it's been strongly confirmed by people who have reliable sources. They're like... People close to this have said it's coming, it's got a tentative date of 2024, and the only thing we know is they got a patent for acceleration of ray tracing, and that's what people are thinking they're going to set their sights on. And if you look at the, the movement within the development world toward ray tracing, it makes perfectly good sense. It's like, well, yeah, this is something that developers are going to want. Developers are going to want to do more ray tracing because it cuts down on development time. It doesn't just make the games prettier. And I think that's going to pose a problem for the Series S. If more and more developers run into the arms of ray tracing, I would be worried that the Series S gets left behind. Or or, or developers just say, we can't develop for your ecosystem. We de- we've done too much with ray tracing. You got into the PlayStation ecosystem at the PS4 Pro, but I thought you were a Sony pony. That's right. I'd probably uh, like a PlayStation 5 Pro and think it might have been nice to skip right to it, but I still use my normal PS4 and I didn't feel much FOMO for the 4 Pro. So we'll see. I'll probably just get the hard drive expansion. Yeah, I mean, I would 100% jump right in and get a PS5 Pro. I would. But that's, I mean, that's just the world that I live in. If Xbox had a Pro box, I would buy it immediately. Like, that's why I don't own a Series S. I want the I want the best box that each console sells. That's how I've always made my purchases. I think I got a Series X before I got a PS5 just because of availability. Nintendo's greatest strength is their innovation and their IP. Sony lacks in IP diversity. 
that helps build the identity. I, I don't agree with that at all. Sony used to have Jack and Daxter, Ape Escape, Sly Cooper, Crash alongside others. I, I don't get that that mentality. I had a guy I had a guy lose his dadgum mind in a comment last night talking about that. I don't know why people try to paint this picture that like all PlayStation all PlayStation games are the same. I just I don't understand. I, I don't. If I play Returnal and then I play Ratchet and Clank and then I play Horizon Forbidden West, th- there's no similarities other than the position of the camera. There's no similarities at all. Tone, graphical fidelity, the literal game types are totally different. Now, you could argue that there's similarities between Horizon Forbidden West and Ragnarok. You know, you have a, like a, a protagonist, you've got like a, a very a very story-driven thing, but then once you get into the combat and the world exploration, Horizon Forbidden West is a more traditional open-world exploratory game, and God of War Ragnarok is far more linear. As, as Doc Dark always says, he can't even jump. <laughs> Zen. Zen kicking off the day with five gifted members. There it is. It goes to Pipes, Rivs, and Bahamut, and Neil Gamby, and Native Zero. Listen, what we'd like to see this 25 number represent every day is if we get 20 gifteds, that's great. I would like five people to become members on their own. We need a much better ratio. We are leaning far too heavily on the generosity of others. Make room for other people to get a gifted. Pick up a membership yourself if you can. If you can't pick up a membership yourself because you can't afford it, we have very generous people here that'll take care of you. Lazy Nerd jumps back in with eight months. Thank you very much. If you want to see, you might even get a discount on your first membership. Hit the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat or the join button. Sometimes your first membership month is discounted. Is it too early for a recap? I'll give you a recap because I like you, cowboy. All right, so this is what happened. The PlayStation 5 Pro basically got confirmed by very reliable leakers. Insider Gaming says they have sources that are like, it's coming at the t- with the tentative date is 2024. I'm saying this is a problem because this generation feels different. I think a lot of PlayStation 5 owners are going to say, you guys just got started. There aren't very many PS5 only titles right now and you're already planning on doing an, a, a mid-gen upgrade? I haven't even got a PS5 yet. Or, oh, I'm about to get a PS5, right? And then they get their PS5 and then the pro comes out right on its heels. So I think it's a problem for them with respect to marketing their consumer base because this is a very, very different generational shift because of everything that slowed down in 2020. A mid-gen upgrade is going to feel accelerated even though four years into the life cycle of the console is not very fast. Late 2024, that's four whole years, baby. I think that's a pretty good mid-gen date. That's a pretty good mid-gen upgrade, okay? I also think it poses a problem for Xbox because... The theory is they're doing this PS5 Pro to accelerate ray tracing. They filed for a patent to accelerate ray tracing. I think I have that right here. Yeah, here's the quote. So if they're trying to accelerate ray tracing, that could be a potential problem for Xbox because they have a system that can barely do ray tracing. The ray tracing on the Series S is incredibly limited because of the limited memory banks. Yo, Moody, with 14 months, thank you. Mainly because of the weaker GPU. So if developers start flocking to ray tracing because it helps with development and the PlayStation 5 ecosystem is easier to develop for already, if you listen to like what they said about Final Fantasy 16, if you look at the Baldur's Gate situation, you could say developers are going to flock to PlayStation 5. N- not only are there more consoles in circulation, they're easier to develop for. You hope the PS5 Pro News is wrong. Why do you hope it's wrong? Are you Are you like a a PlayStation 5 consumer that's bothered by that? I'm, I'm genuinely interested, because I do think there are going to be some customers that are mad about this. 
Not a weaker GPU, different architecture. I mean, it was referred to as a weaker GPU by the id Software guys. I'm not sure why they said that, but there's been a handful of people that have referred to the GPU as weaker. If Wolverine and other games end up optimized for the Pro and they look like crap on the base PS5, I will be really unhappy. Okay, we have a test case with the PlayStation 4 Pro. They didn't do that. I don't think they're going to do that either. Let's just say they accelerate ray tracing. Is that going to be a, is that going to make your game look like crap on the PS5 if it can't do as much ray tracing? Let's say the ray tracing gets accelerated on the PS5 Pro so the ray tracing mode maintains 60 FPS. That that doesn't mean that the PlayStation 5 is is looking like crap. It also doesn't mean that that you're going to notice it. You might not even notice it. The issue would be it helps the developers. It is, but that's not the problem. The GPU is fine. Well, Digital Foundry seemed to indicate in the quote that I read that the weaker GPU is one of the reasons why it struggles with ray tracing. This is the quote here. Xbox Series S has been necessarily limited still further owing to more GPU memory and bandwidth limitations. It has GPU memory and bandwidth limitations. And according to Digital Foundry, that's one of the reasons ray tracing is a struggle over there. This is not about slamming the Series S and saying games look bad. It's about the perspective of the developers. That's my question. Let's see what Xbox does. I'm genuinely curious what Xbox is going to do. If you come up with a Pro and your and your Series S, what are you going to do with your Series S when that happens? Eugene says, assuming pros, you have the PS5 and the PS5 Pro on the one side, you have the S, the X, and the X Pro on the other. Some devs are going to look at that and be like, we want our min spec to target base PS5. We don't want to make a game that runs on the S. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is going to expedite the, the actual hardware divide between the two systems. That's what I think. Sorry, the Series S GPU. Yes, Zubair. I'll read the quote in full. From Digital Foundry, ray tracing support on consoles so far has been somewhat limited in the cross-gen era with only select titles truly benefiting from ray tracing support. Xbox Series S has been necessarily limited still further owing to more GPU, memory, and bandwidth limitations. It's more limited in its bandwidth, memory, and GPU. They're saying it's, it's barely getting like ray tracing support. I pressed the thumbs up button. Awesome live stream. Keep up the great job. Guys, we should easily have 200 likes right now. The turnout lately has been stellar. More people watching on the Tickety Talk. More people watching on YouTube. Make sure you're smashing like. It helps more people find us. We actually changed our name and logo over here as well on the Tickety Talk to match. It's Reforge Gaming. That's what I stream under on YouTube as well. We did the same thing on Twitter. I've got Reforge Gaming. The the parent Twitter is Reforge Media. We're, uh, yeah. Anyway, it appears that PS5 will become the Series F as a PlayStation brand. Will dev target the PS5 Pro, which would limit the PS5 Pro? Wait, you confused me. Oh, I think you meant to say, will devs target the PS5, which would limit the PS5 Pro? Well, here's the thing, 1030 Media Group. I think in, in that question, if the PS5 becomes the Series S in Sony's ecosystem, that's a pretty dadgum good ecosystem. Because the Final Fantasy 16 guys just came out and said this game would still be in development if it wasn't for that console. 
I'll take that as the men's spec. I will. I'll take that every day of the dadgum week. I'll take it. If that's if that's our men's spec on the PlayStation ecosystem, you freaking kidding me? Bro, I will take that. When the Final Fantasy 16 developer says, if we didn't have the memory the PS5 has, if we didn't have the transfer speed of the SSD that the PS5 has, this game would still be in development. Brother, I will take that. <laughs> That's not a bad bottom of the ladder. We're already getting great games for the for the PS5. There's no reason to be like, oh, well, that would hold it back. I don't think it's the way to look at this. You're, you're, looking, you're looking at a dev system. You're looking at an ecosystem where the developers would say, that's a great ecosystem to build for. Look at how great we can make a game look. It can look as good and as run as good as Final Fantasy 16, and then we can do more. Anything with ray tracing can be accelerated on the PS5 Pro. Dubair says, if both the 5 and the 5 Pro are on the market, the cheaper one will always outsell the more expensive one. Not good business to target the Pro. That's exactly right. What's up, my dude? What's up, Evil Prince? How are you? I stream on YouTube. I don't know. We might start also streaming on Kick every once in a while. That's that's a big tentative thing. Um, but I stream on the Tickety Talk, and I stream on YouTube. You know me, Evil Prince 3D. I know you. How do I know you? Hollow with a five dollar tip through Super Chat on YouTube. This could spell disaster for the Series S, even if consumers are using the argument it's a game pass box i talked about that in my show open it's john colon oh my gosh listen i talked about that in my show open let's imagine that an xbox series x pro exists but they would probably just call it the xbox pro series pro i don't know what the frick they would call it their naming has always bothered me let's just say they call it the xbox series pro right If that's what they do, many people have been telling me that the Series S, it's a Game Pass box, baby. Those people don't care. They don't care about performance, Lono. That's low entry. They went for the low entry console. They're just Game Pass gaming, baby. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you think that consumer base is a good consumer base to target with a mid-gen upgrade console that will cost them more money? I don't know. That's a question that Microsoft has to answer. Yo, good morning, Feed. Good to see you in the chat. I see Doc Dark getting mentioned. Is my man in chat? Good morning, brother. Hope you have a great day. I appreciate you, Doc. Thank you. How do you guys know the PlayStation 4 Pro didn't sell well? There's no way to tell the numbers. They're always considered one unit. Yeah, I've, I've not made any reference to the sales figures of the PlayStation 4 Pro. I actually don't know. I, again, again, I got into the PlayStation ecosystem with the PlayStation 4 Pro Spider-Man combo. Like, that's when I started gaming on PlayStation. I've always been an Xbox guy. I still consider my myself an Xbox guy. Bro literally just glazing over my comments. I'm sorry! I'm not trying to be biased. Back in our day, they just named the console once and went on to a better version. You can't get upset about me not reading your comments over here. The primary platform to engage with me is YouTube. They only give us the real hardware on later models. Xbox and Sony are just stealing our money. Uh, you want me to respond to that? That tantrum that, tantrum that you're throwing. So, Microsoft and Sony create hardware pipelines and production lines. They distribute a console for four years. 
and put games on it, support it, launch games on it. And if they do a mid-gen upgrade four years in, they're stealing your money. It's truth, not a tantrum. Your truth is in tatters on the ground. It took me two sentences. That's, that's, That's literally the silliest position I think I've ever read on this subject. They didn't steal your money. Your PS5, I got a PS5 right now. I have two of them. Imagine the PS5 Pro comes out, okay? I can still keep playing my PS5. My PS5 is still supported. I still get games on the PS5. Your your tantrum assumes that I suddenly don't have a console. He has a point. He has a petulant, whiny, entitled consumer point that four years in, they're not allowed to upgrade the hardware. Just don't buy the new system. You don't have to. It's like when they update the iPhone. I'm streaming to you on like a three-year-old iPhone. You know why? I don't need to buy the new one. It works just fine. It does what I need it to do. Like, your FOMO is showing. Your FOMO entitled consumer slip is showing. Like, get over it, you baby. Like, uh, they stole my money. How? Well, four years ago, they launched a console, and I bought it, and I've been playing on it ever since, and they stole my money. How'd they steal your money, though? Can you keep playing on it? Well, yeah. Are they still launching games on it? Well, yeah. Do you, are, are they compelling you and forcing you to upgrade to the new console? Well, no. Well, sit down and shut the frick up, you child. You don't have to buy the new hardware. Yo, East Coast Overlord with a $10 tip. Sony could be following the trends of AMD and NVIDIA. If your higher tier product is already selling well, release a higher tier but price it so people want to buy the regular PS5, a proven strategy. Of course. Of course, the PS5 will still be available at that point. It'll still be available at that point. You just buy it at the lower price. Like, there are plenty of people who didn't buy a PlayStation 4 Pro. They were like, I don't need it. Like, I'm happy with what I got. I'm still getting games. You're sticking up for people that can't afford it. They don't factor into the equation. They don't factor into the equation. If you can't afford a premium product, I got news for you. The people making the premium premium product, they don't give a frick about you. They don't give a frick about you. What you think? You think when they make a brand new Audi, right? They make a brand new BMW. They're like. I wonder what all the people that can't afford are going to think about this. I don't give a frick about you. It's a premium market. It's a luxury item. These big screen TVs that are the size of stadiums? Marcus, what do you think is going to happen to all these people that can't afford it? I don't give a frick. Who cares about that? They're not going to buy it. They're not the target consumer. You're not the target consumer. If you can't afford it, who gives a frick? That's not what they're marketing it to. Thoughts on Microsoft lowering Xbox prices by $100. Thank you for the $2 Super Chat tip. Um, I, Have they said they're going to do that? Have they said they're going to do that? Gaming is a hobby. It's not entitlement. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I, I pay for all the Xbox and PlayStation exclusives for free on PC. You pay for them for free on PC. Do you type things that like, oh, you play them for free on PC. How do you play a PlayStation exclusive for free on PC? How do you do that? I'm really curious. Does your mom buy all your video games? <laughs> You're missing the point. 
It's called Use Your Brain, Build Your Own. Track sites. Oh, so you steal the video games. <laughs> so you are quite literally scum. You're a thieving, entitled, whiny scum player. Like, you are not even a consumer. Imagine! Imagine being that stupid. How I steal video games, and these companies are out here stealing from the consumer. Wait a minute. Did I just literally become a hypocrite? I'm going to say that again, because you're too dumb to catch it the first time, because that was a haymaker, and I really want to do it again, because it felt good, right? These companies are stealing from the consumer because they're selling a hardware upgrade like four years into the dev cycle, and they're forcing the consumers to buy it. But I, I'm the righteous one. I steal the games because, well, frick, I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) What a loser. (laughs) What an absolute zero self-awareness loser. (laughs) What the what is going on? I. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's why you steal from them. Guys, guys, it's the Robin Hood of video games. It's the Robin Hood of video games. He, do you go, let me guess, do you go to like food shelters and homeless shelters and say, listen, listen, I know you guys are down in your luck and I, I know you need food and you need upward mobility and an economy that incentivizes failure and leaves you stranded down here at the bottom rung of society. But let me tell you something. I'm out here doing the Lord's work. I stole God of War. I got pirated CDs right here. I'm going to give them all to you. I'm robbing from the rich. I'm giving to the poor. They would throw soup in your face. You're an idiot. You're not doing anything righteous. You're just dumb. You're just penny-pinching yourself into stupidity. Like, I can't give him any money, so I'm going to (laughs) steal. Google classism. Yeah, I need to look up classism in regards to a contextual discussion around a luxury item, because that applies. Maybe you should Google classism. Maybe. Maybe take a sociology class. And a philosophy class. Go study the Pelagians. And then come back and tell me what I need to Google. Alright? Go ahead and do that. Maybe read Birth of Nations. Do that first before you try to educate me on classism within a luxury market. I believe the pro feels early since there were a few exclusive titles on it. I 100% agree with that, Chris Belmont. To get things back on, on subject, because Robin Hood of video games isn't really worth my time uh he's just not he's not you're not you're not where my <laughs> study plato's democracy uh, it's plato's republic again my gosh Woo! anyway i agree with you i think this generation feels different and the reason this generation feels different is because th- everything got slowed down right everything got slowed down because of the chip shortages and working from home. So distribution of the consoles got slowed down. Creation of the consoles got slowed down. Creation of the games got slowed down. Distribution of the games got slowed down. Okay? Everybody's looking at this and saying, are you freaking kidding me? A PS5 Pro? We just got started. Wealth of Nathan Nations? 
No, it's birth. It, it's birth of nations, isn't it? Did I get the name wrong? I thought birth of nations talked about the the most. I freaking forget the quote. When you view people as inherently good, which I believe is a Pelagian philosophy, it leads to the most tyrannical governments in existence. And I believe that was in Birth of Nations. Or is it Wealth? Did I get the name wrong? Or is there two different books? I may have gotten the name wrong. I'm sorry! I'm trying to have a discussion about a PS5 Pro and you're making me recall all my philosophical lectures. I can't I can't do both! I can't do both. <laughs> Cut me some slack. I support taking, uh, talking down to clowns, but you can't mess up the name if you're doing it. I don't think I messed up the name. Wealth of Nations, Keens? I thought it was Birth of Nations. Dadgummit. Birth of Nations about the clan? Oh my gosh. <sighs> Robin Hood needs to look at the puppy. I know, I need that puppy all the time. I can't show the puppy to the people on, on, uh, on Tickety Talk. It's Adam Smith's Wealth of Nations. Rick, we got to redo the whole show. <laughs> we have to redo the whole show. Can I? Can we unban that guy? Can he come back? I need him to say it all again. Wealth of Nations. All right, I have to remember that. Birth of Nations is the king. But really, wow, those names are so similar. That's so unfortunate. Birth of Nations is literally a clan book. Wealth of Nations is an actual intellectual book. My gosh. Could somebody please sue them to make them change the name of that book? That's terrible. Eugene says, by the end of this year, all PS5s will be $400, and then you'll decide whether to add on a disk drive that will make it really easy to introduce a pro at 500 uh, Frostbite says PC is expensive and full of cheats and no you can't just upgrade a PC forever every 10 years or so you need to do a major overhaul because the parts no longer work together PC gaming is just a pain I mean PC gaming is not that big of a pain It like listen listen I kind of agree with Frostbite I don't like PC gaming I don't I get tired of it I get tired of it. Like, I get tired of having to do with drivers. I get tired of dealing with, like, crashes and tired of dealing with optimization, right? I don't like playing on a PC either. I'm not slamming PC. I really, I really, really don't like that. Because it's like, come on. I, it's just it's just problematic. I, I 100% prefer to play on console. I just, I don't even like thinking about all of those things. I don't like thinking about drivers. I don't like thinking about any of that, right? He's also incorrect. He's majorly incorrect. I'm not saying he's correct, but in my experience, having a system that actually, how is he not correct that after 10 years, you have to do major overhauls? How is that not correct? So the, the gaming rig that I have right now with a 2080, I bought in like 2019. You're telling me in 2029, I'm not going to have to like update it? It's not going to have elements that get left behind? Every 10 years, they turn off your hardware? Oh, he's saying the parts no longer work together. I mean, he substantiated his, his premise with bad claims. I think his premise is right that about every 10 years, you're looking at upgrading. I don't think that's incorrect. I think he supported it incorrectly. The parts no longer work together. That's not true. 
But I would say, yeah, about every 10 years. So in 2019, 2030, my my, my 2080 Ti rig just going to be humming along. I would imagine I'm going to have to upgrade something by then, or I'm going to be on the low end of the spectrum. I'm going to be a min-spec guy. In 10 years, the MOBO you have probably won't work with the new RAM. Like that, yeah, that kind of stuff happens. Oh, let me upgrade my RAM. Can't. Let me upgrade my video card. Can't. Like that kind of stuff always happens. No, it's not the cadence the cadence at which it happens is not that is not that frequent but it does happen i understand the point and a lot of its perception he's not necessarily arguing facts see it for what it is frostbite's arguing perception i don't want to freaking be on a pc bro I, I, you you got to update drivers. You got to update your hardware. If, if a new game comes out and it does some new texture mapping, some new lighting thing, and my video card can't do it, like that's a perception thing that is rooted in some truth. It is rooted in some truth. The parts don't stop working. I mean, don't drill down on one part of what he said. The spirit of what he said is something that a lot of people feel. Now, I don't want to deal with all that. And I think, I think that a lot of people think that and they'll look at a PlayStation 5 and they'll look at a PlayStation 5 Pro and they'll say, this is fine. I don't mind spending four or $500 every four or five years. What? So in a decade, I've spent a grand? That's a that's a freaking bargain, baby. That's a bargain. What, in a, in a decade, I've spent a little over a grand? You want to get a high-end PC to play all these games and have them look amazing? You ain't spending a grand. You're spending close to three or more. We're being featured, but in this fashion? Not our thumb? Why is it doing that? We have something massively changing. Yeah, that's crazy. I've been Team Sony from PlayStation 1. The new PlayStation 5 system feels like a step back. Uh, why? Most of the games out right now are remakes or side-scrolling platforms. How can Sony justify a PS5 Pro with no game library? (laughs) What? So, I'll grant you two remakes, because there's only two. So when you say most of the games are remakes or side-scrolling platformers. What the frick? That's not true? No? You have two remakes. You have Demon's Souls Remake, and then you have The Last of Us Part 1 Remake. But you also have Returnal, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo. And then they just launched the PSVR 2 with Call of the Mountain and a handful of other VR... What are you even talking about? You're literally saying something that just isn't true. It's flat out not true. I saw a new thumbnail today. It was a podcast thing. Let me try something on the back end. Let me see if I can jar its memory creature. I'm going to change the thumbnail to the non-live, and then I'm going to change it back to the live. I don't know why YouTube does that. It does it in Discord sometimes, too. It shows some weird default banner instead of our actual thumbnail, and I don't freaking get it. So let me just try on the back end here. Yeah, even Ghost of Tsushima got a director's cut update, and so did uh, and so did uh, Death Stranding. I don't know what you're talking about. PS5 library is the PS4 library. That's simply false. Are we just what are we competing for saying the most the most dishonest thing? You guys made me miss a membership. The Joker became a member. Thank you so much, The Joker. Look at you go. Thank you so much for becoming a member. 
taking us to 6 out of 25 on the day. All right. I just tried to jar the thumbnail memory. I just, I, I switched it twice. Um, oh, okay. Okay, creature. Yeah, they must be rolling something out. They've got to be rolling something out. Uh, if that's happening. If that's happening. <clears throat> it's showing our channel art. Yeah, see if what I just did fixed it. Side-scrolling platformers? Yeah, what side-scrolling platformers are you talking about? Cowboy says, this is why I never got into PC gaming. I like that consoles do what it does without having to ever upgrade the device, and then when you just buy the next console for the next generation. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to broke gamers. Gaming is expensive. Chapter 8 says, I've always been an Xbox person. I have a PS5 for Sony exclusives. If PS5 Pro is a non-trivial update and Microsoft doesn't match it with an X-Pro, I would finally drive me to prefer PS5. Zep with the 15-month membership. Welcome back in. I appreciate it. Vulnerable moment. I'm a hardcore Xbox fanboy, but the PS5 has sucked me in. As a geek, I'm excited about the Pro. Thank you for your honesty, man. I, I like... It's not even about fanboyism anymore. I just go where the games are, man. That's like go where the games are. Joe with 11 months and a VIP. Almost a year. Keep grinding, Lono. Love the daily discussions. Happy to be here. Thank you so much, Joe, Vivian. Guys, there are so many people here. We should easily have 300 likes. Make sure you have smashed that like button. It supports the stream. Yeah, that fixed it. Wonder why, though? It's the scheduling creature. It schedules the stream before the thumbnail hits the database. And that's why when Discord grabs it, Discord grabs the wrong thumb. It's like, oh, there's no thumb. Grab default art. It's it's because when it schedules the stream, it lags sometimes. I need to remember that that's the quick fix. Because if I see Discord do that, that's my signal to say, re-upload the thumbnail. It'll fix it. D-Dizzle with 18 months Welcome back in as a member. 23 months and at a VIP is my man Freddie Jackson. If you feel like you're getting ignored over here on the Tickety Talk, use the link in my profile. Head to Reforge Gaming on YouTube. It's so much better to interact with me over there. And you can support me with a membership with likes, with super chats. If you're just tuning in on YouTube, I will give you a recap because I like you and I'm glad that you're here. This is a Safe for Work daily talk show where we talk about variety gaming news. I do everything I can to make sure my coverage is facts-based and resource-based. Like I resource everything. I go to the facts. I go to the documents. We covered a lot of stuff with Sony and Xbox lately. People will try to convince you I'm a Sony pony. Watch for a while and see if that's true, because I have times where I call out Sony. I have times where I praise Xbox. I do my best to stay in the middle. I will admit I have a lean, but that's mainly a magnetism towards games. I, I just want more games on the Xbox, and then maybe I won't feel so off-kilter. Starfield could maybe do that this year, because I think Starfield could be a significant win for the Xbox platform. So, let me give you a recap on what's going on. The PS5 Pro is essentially confirmed at this point, not by Sony, but by very reliable insiders. Insider Gaming uh, had the following to say, Insider Gaming sources have confirmed that the PS5 Pro is in development and could release with a tentative release date of 2024. So we're looking at middle uh, a mid-gen upgrade on the PlayStation 5 landing in essentially the holiday of 2024. That's four years after the release date. Now, the reason that my thumbnail and what I'm talking about here is this is a problem 
I believe this could pose a problem for the PlayStation 5 consumers. There are people who just got one. There are people who want to get one. There are people who want to get one and maybe you're going to wait now. And they're going to feel like, we just got started and you're already doing a PS5 Pro. We don't even have that many PS5 only games. I think they would be right to say that. I think they would be right. We don't have very many PS5 only games. And I can view that contextually and say 2020 sucked. Chip shortages sucked. Working from home sucked. It bumped everything back like a, like a car accident on the highway. It caused a traffic jam and it's rippled all the way to this year. So it feels accelerated. It feels like it's landing too soon because it's taken a while to really get the next gen engine up and running. However, I think this could also be a problem for Xbox because from what we can tell with the patent listing that is listed here, the PlayStation 5 specs, we don't know. It's limited. However, there was a recently published patent by PlayStation's architect Mark Kearney, and it suggests that Sony Interactive Entertainment is looking to accelerate ray tracing performance in video games. And this, I think, will be very appealing to developers, which could make the Xbox Series S a bigger problem than I believe it already is. That's not hate. I'm not slamming your Series S. I'm concerned about what developers will think because of the constrained hardware of the Series S. Developers are flocking to ray tracing because ray tracing speeds up development. It's more efficient. It automatically does things with lighting. Zubair says, what Sony should do is leak news about the pro to the media and see how consumers react. Maybe try to get it covered by YouTube gaming streams. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Am I a part of the plot? Eugene says, if the Pro brings 4K60 as the graphics mode and 1440-120, bring it on. That's what I'm saying. If they can squeeze more performance out because they basically use ray tracing or they get accelerated ray tracing, that could be amazing. Mark Kearney, did I say his name wrong? How do you say his name? Is it Cerny? Is it Cerny? I thought it was Mark Kearney. Yo, good morning, Brown Excellence. How are you? Havoc says, as a PC guy, I gotta state the bad with the good. I love PC, but upgrades can be a problem, especially since Microsoft doesn't help. Windows 10 support ends in 2025, and Windows 11 will force a bunch of old hardware out of commission. Windows is going to a three-year release cycle, and if they keep doing it, PC gaming at the low end will get even harder. I don't know. Are you sure that's always going to be? Is that Cerny? Mark Cerny. Son of a frick. Why do all these people have weird names? Mark Cerny. What's the matter with like Smith or Johnson? Right? Or even something a little flashy like Jameson. Come on. Why does everybody have to have weird names in the news? So I'm sitting here reading something, and everyone's like, it's Cerny. The frick you, Mark Cerny. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just a dumb fake leak. How do you leak on prototype names? It's not like prototypes are named with generations in mind. This is not a dumb fake leak. 
Insider Gaming has reliable sources, brother, and they were very hesitant to run with this story because in the past, they said things like this. We previously ported on the new PlayStation 5 with a detachable disk drive. They're like, this is not the PS5 Pro model. But they also said this. Insider Gaming sources have confirmed that the PS5 Pro is in development and could release with a tentative release date of late 2024. Why are you calling this a fake release? I mean, a a fake leak. You're overreacting to the Series S. It's not a problem. Fine. I'm done arguing that with people. I cite high engine lead developers that did software. I cite other developers. I cite instances where there's problems. I cite Digital Foundry. I cite Digital Foundry videos. The evidence is overwhelming. Look at it or don't. It's not my job to convince you anymore. I'm done trying to convince people to literally open their eyes and look at the trajectory of the Series S. It's staring you in the face. I I don't care to convince people anymore. Sony doesn't have a ton of games for the PS5 currently, and that would have me excited to buy a Pro, and I fear releasing a Pro isn't going to help them in any way currently. Well, you got to remember, Brown Excellence, you got Final Fantasy 16 on the horizon, you got Spider-Man 2, you got Wolverine possibly the following year. There's live service games that are apparently on the horizon. I would let them this summer, I would put them on trial if I was you, Brown Excellence. If that's your position as a consumer, I would look to the summer and say, all right, Sony, why should I come over there? Why? Because if you're looking at Ragnarok and Forbidden West and Returnal and Ratchet and Clank and you're not convinced, I'm not going to try to convince you. Those games are not for everybody. They're not. If If somebody was trying to convince me to come to an ecosystem with sports games, racing games, and fighting games, I would have a similar attitude. I'd be like... Well, they look beautiful, but I don't like those kinds of games. Yo! Online MVP with a 24-month VIP gold renewal. That's like, I think that's the highest level subscription membership you can have here. And he gives 20. He gives 20 members to the community gliding in to the member goal. 26 members on the day. If you guys want to get that Just Dance stream, some of y'all are going to have to start tag-teaming the gifted members with some of these big guys. You're going to have to help them out. How long has there been multiple graphics cards? You are wrong. K. That's my response. If you think the Series S is fine, if you think the Series S has no problems... And you're going to point to different video cards? My response is, okay. Okay. Baldur's Gate will be fantastic on the PS5. Hopefully one day they can sort out the issues and get it on the Xbox. We're expecting PS5 not to run the new Spider-Man and Final Fantasy at full potential, and we need to get the Pro. That's not what I was arguing. I was arguing that, listen to what I was responding to, Silent Warrior. You might not have heard what I was responding to. Brown Excellence says, Sony doesn't have a ton of games for the PS5 currently that would have me excited to buy a Pro, and I fear releasing a Pro isn't going to help them currently. So I said, there's some games coming on the horizon. That might get you excited, because if you look at those games and think, hey, these are going to get a boost in performance, then the Pro might be appealing. I wasn't saying that these games are going to come out. Maybe I wasn't clear in my response. I'm not saying that Spider-Man 2 and Final Fantasy are going to need the Pro for full potential. That's not substantiated by even the Final Fantasy 16 developers and what they've said. They've literally said this is only possible on 
the PlayStation 5. So they built the game specifically for it. PS5 was so successful, it's unimaginable that they wouldn't release a new one within like two years. Yeah, you just lower, like somebody already pointed out, it's an economic response, right? If they launch the PS5 Pro and then they lower the price of the PS5, buddy, that PS5 will hit higher thresholds of sales. It'll sell faster. People are like, there you go, let's get that. That's It's cheaper now. People love to do that. People love to do that. They love to get things once it, once it drops in price. That causes a huge surge in demand. God, I didn't hear the full response. Understand the point now. Thanks for the clarification. No problem. Pro versions may drive performance and fidelity to higher frame rates. I'm telling you right now, PlayStation 5 Pro is going to cause a disruption in the development world. That's where the disruption is. You're looking at this backwards if you think, oh, yeah, Sony's just going to give us better lighting and performance, ray tracing, whoop-de-doo, throw confetti in the air, twinkling lights and reflections. Nope. Sony is setting their sights on the developers. Think about think about what the ABK deal tells us. The Activision Blizzard deal tells us everything we need to know. The fight isn't for the consumer. It's for the software. It's for the content. That's what they're fighting for. Like, Sony is being at, at, like, I'm telling you, if this is their plan, no fanboyism, pure economic analysis. If Sony's plan is to foster an ecosystem that's better and more appealing and faster for developers, they don't have to buy any developers. Do you see? They don't have to go out and buy devs. The devs will come to them. Your system's better with ray tracing? Your system's stronger? Man, the Final Fantasy 16 devs, they had some good things to say. Did you see that game? Did you see the award nominations? And the devs will go over there. That's not even fanboyism. That's just, that's a that's a pretty smart strategy. I can turn and look at Xbox and say, their strategy's different, but it's also equally intelligent. Well, if we're fighting over software, if we're fighting over content, let's buy up a bunch of content. I don't want them to. I'm not in favor of the deal. But dadgummit, it's smart. It's smart. The battle is not over the consumer. The battle is over the content. That's where the war is being fought. They need a new one to be unobtainable and drive insane backlog sales. Just saw them on sale at Costco for the first time since release now that they released. Yeah, I, I PlayStation 5s are more out in the wild now. I've seen them myself. Yeah. Their eyes are on the future and the new tech, whereas Xbox is more focused on backwards compatibility in a wide market. I think they can equally... I think they can... I talked about this in my show open. I think Microsoft's going to heavily focus on fostering an ecosystem, and Sony's going to push hardware, premium hardware. They're the premium platform. This is where the devs want to build their games. This is where you want to buy the best of the best, right? And I think both of those markets can be very good for us. They can be. You want cloud? You want play anywhere? You want Game Pass? You want to play video games through your television? Man, Microsoft is the gaming ecosystem for you. You want the best of the best? You want the premium shelf hardware? You want VR? You you want you want ray tracing to tickle your eyeballs? PlayStation 5 Pro, baby. Like I think that's a healthy market. I think that's a healthy market. 
you have distinct identities and appeals. Because something we've always talked about is, well, how does a console ecosystem, how does a console, how does hardware distinguish itself without without exclusives? How do you do it? How? You, you do it with exclusives. That's it. That's been the only way. But if you see that divide start to happen where Xbox is more of an ecosystem with platforms everywhere and their games are everywhere and Sony's more of like the premium hardware, I'm telling you, that's good for us because guess what? I have both. So I get to dip into both worlds. And you may not have both, but you can certainly go where you feel like you're getting the most of what you want. My only concern is the acquisition wars and losing good devs uh, to focus projects like Halo nonsense. Xbox makes VR. It's a done deal. I'm not seeing much with their VR. They've not pushed VR. Where Where are they pushing VR? I've not seen any VR marketing from Xbox. Are you saying if they do, it's a done deal? VR is not going to be that big of a portion of the market, my friend. It's not going to be a a big revenue driver. Over time, it'll grow, but right now, no. No, I think PSVR 2 is a good, as Eugene calls it, a good infection point. Hang on, I don't have my scene switcher running. Let's, let's, Let's get the scene switcher running. You guys like my shirt? This is from 80s Tees. You like my coffee? Reforge Roast? Go to reforgeroast.com. Order yourself some. It supports me and my family. This is not a sponsor, by the way. Reforge Roast is mine. My wife and kiddos bag it up and ship it to you. You like the Legos? We have a Lego channel. It's not under this brand, under a different brand, but if you're a fan of Legos, we got all kinds of stuff for you. Inflection? I thought you just said it was the infection point. Why would you say Inflection? How, how are you using that word? You really just say infection? I said infection, like get infected. Explain to me why you would say inflection with an L. I didn't say invection. I said infection. What the frick is going on? Did I say it, did I say it with a weird... From a curve? It's an inflection point. Oh, is it something in, in, in curvature, like in geometry or trigonometry? I'm not familiar with that term being used that way. I'm familiar with inflection being like voice inflection. Oh, it's a mathematical term. I thought you I always thought he had been saying the infection point. This is how it gets woven into the, the DNA of the ecosystem. This is how people get pu- pulled in. I've never heard of that term used that way. I've always heard of it used as far as voice inflection. I'm not a math guy. I'll admit. I, I, we, we can talk about philosophy. We can talk. We can talk about. Re, well, we can't talk about religion, but we we can talk about all kinds of things that I've studied. I've not studied math that much. I've not been in a math class since you know, like what 2000 in high school. 23, 24 years ago. Lono over two on lesser used words. Yeah, it's Cerny and inflection point has to do with curvature. Tickety Talk put me on live today. Luckily, I found Console Futures Semantics Man. <laughs> but for real, I'll go buy some coffee. <laughs> I like you. That's funny. That was funny. That was well done. 
<laughs> I'm on YouTube as well. I got like 600 folks watching on YouTube. You guys have been crushing it today. Thank you for all of the love. I appreciate you guys supporting the channel so, so much in the live environment. We have been discussing the PS5 Pro. Confirmed. It's been confirmed. And what is that? Why is that a problem? I think it's a problem for current PS5 owners. I think it's a problem for Xbox. So, oh, in business, a time of significant change in a situation, a turning point. Oh, not even math. It's in business. Not just a math term. Sorry. That's a new one for me. Mr. Lawyer Man. I got my info from a YouTube video who has direct quotes from Leave Devs. The PS5 can't use half the new software features that the X and the S has, so games are built for PS5 capability, which hinders the X and the S. (laughs) I have to read that again. Who is claiming this? The PS5 can't use half of the new software features. That's a lot. Half of the new features that the X and the S has. So games are built for PS5 capabilities and it hinders the X and the S. What kind of freaking backwards nonsense are you listening to? What kind of narrative driving liar are you watching? Who the frick said that? That is false. That is not true. I haven't seen a single reputable tech outlet claim that. You're watching a propagandist if you believe that nonsense. Well, you see, you see, it's Sony's fault. It's Sony's fault. Their console's not good enough. So they're making games for that console, and it's holding back our console. What the frick? That is unsubstantiated nonsense. That is not true. It is true. List the features. List it. List the features. What are the what are these software features that the PS5 can't do? And why on God's green earth would developers be like well, let's go over there. It can do less. Your argument is literally this. The Xbox Series X and the S can do all these amazing software things. And the developers, they're not, they don't want to do that. They're going to the PlayStation 5. Why? That, that doesn't even stand to basic scrutiny. Like basic scrutiny. You expect me to believe that developers are looking at the Series X and the Series S and saying, oh, it has twice as many software features that we could tap into, but we're not going to build for those systems. That doesn't even make any sense at all. You're going to start into the RDNA 2 stuff? Oh my gosh. East Coast Overlord with a $10 Super Chat tip. If Sony can hit 1441.20 mark like Eugene said, what do they add mouse and keyboard support? Now you're digging an entire share out of the PC market. My system hit that mark and it costs two grand. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, East Coast Overlord. I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's Sony's goal. 
Wait, wait, says Eugene. Let's take this to the logical conclusion. The PS5 is weaker. They're making games for it. It's holding back the better hardware. But at the same time, third-party games run better on the PS5. What? Let's really track with the logic, Eugene. What's going on? Let's really track with the logic. A weaker system, according to this lie, a weaker system is holding games back. Huh. But the Series S isn't holding back the Xbox Series generation? Interesting. That sounds like... What's the word for that? A logical inconsistency. That sounds like cognitive dissonance. Huh. It sounds like people literally pull nonsense out of their rear end, try to get it to stick to the wall, because confirmation bias-seeking watchers lap it up like a thirsty dog, and then spit it out in my chat. That is that is quite literally false. That's not true. Mo tried to come in here and say that yesterday. Oh yeah, the PlayStation 5 can't do a bunch of the features that the Series X can do. It's lagging behind. What features? What are they? List them. Please, list them out. Because dollars to donuts, you look at any Digital Foundry video in, I don't know, the last 10 months, and the PlayStation 5 is doing just fine. And so is the Series X most of the time. There's not a huge disparity between them. I've never, ever, ever tried to run that argument. I've always told people, the Series X and the PS5, under most tech scrutiny, they're lock in step with each other. The Series S is the issue. Watch any of the technical breakdowns. The Series S is so far behind, it's laughable. There are games that run better on the Xbox One X. You've got to think about that. Imagine if there were games that ran better on the PS4 Pro than the PS5. People would be very curious as to why that's happening. Sounds like he's saying the PS5 at half speed is better than an Xbox at full speed. I'm not saying that. Silly Lono, what even is truth? This was the claim that was made in my chat. This was the claim. I'm going to say it again real slow because it's a doozy. The Series S and the Series X can do more features than the PS5. I believe the quote was the PS5 can't do half of the features that the Series X and the S can. That's a lot of freaking features that apparently the PS5 can't do. And then they went on to argue on their unsubstantiated premise, by the way. This premise is unsubstantiated. So it's fragile. It's tender. You're building your argument on this. They went on to say that games are being built for the PS5 and therefore games are being held back. You're you're literally watching delusional content. If somebody shoveled that out and they have even a reasonable sized platform, buddy, you are watching a Kool-Aid maker, not a Kool-Aid drinker. They're making the Kool-Aid, brother. They're not drinking it. That is utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. 
these are the same people that run to my comment section and say things like, well, the Series S has more 120 FPS games than the PS5. Yeah, some dumb Xbox fanboy channel trotted that stat out to comfort the fact that they have like one truly next-gen game for the Series X right now. Getting trolled? That was a long-standing member that said that. I'm not getting trolled. Read my last comment. What'd you say, Geek to Sneak? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The Series X has hardware that the PS5 uses software to mimic, and because the PlayStation is the market leader, the devs are using it as a base for optimization of console games. I can't research your claim right now. I'm going to take it as truth just for the sake of the discussion. I think it warrants a question. Why would developers do that? If the PlayStation 5 is weaker in holding the in holding the industry back, why would developers be going there and optimizing their games for that? Why would they do that? Wouldn't what will be the point of that? Like, make that part make sense to me. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would they be doing that? Why would they be willfully holding their games back? Are you going to say it's because the PlayStation 5 has better market saturation? The developers couldn't have known that was going to happen when they started development three or four years ago on most games. A lot of the games being made started development three or four years ago. Now, they might have speculated that PlayStation 5 saturation would be better than the Xbox saturation based on the saturation of the PS4. So we're supposed to believe that the PlayStation 5 is holding back the market by sheer brute force. Mark Cerny said that they made devs the priority when designing the PS5. Look up Road to PS5. I think people are flipping that stat on its head, Red-Eyed Dragon. That'd be my guess. They're 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 pulling some kind of a backwards like logic flip. It's like, oh well, they prioritize devs and it's easier to build games for the PS5, and so devs are doing that. And then it ends up having issues on the Xbox. Well see, they're holding the industry back because the games don't run as well over here. What the frick? That's not at all true. Why would dev after dev praise how easy it is to make games on a PS5 while complaining about how difficult it was to make them on the S? People got a funny way of flipping facts completely on their head. We need to put this PS5 to Xbox Series X power thing to bed with hard facts. All technical analysis, all educated persons that have pitted the Series X and the PS5 against each other have concluded it's a virtual tie. I haven't found a single article, a single study by anybody educated in this field that has said, yeah, the Series X is way stronger. That that doesn't exist anywhere. No one educated on this subject claims that. Fanboys claim their box is stronger. PlayStation guys do it. Xbox guys do it. They're both stupid. They're equal. Political speech, they all prioritize devs by making new, more powerful consoles. <clears throat> Sony makes movies, though. Nice intros. We get Cinematic Boy. I don't even respond to people that make claims like that anymore. 
if Sony's games are so bad, so predictable, so samey, why are they always kicking the crap out of the Game Awards? Why? If they're so bad... Listen, I'm going to embarrass your ecosystem real, real quick. Let's grant your premise. All Sony games are the same. They're interactive movies. Really? Wow. If they're that bad, then it shouldn't be that hard to beat them. It shouldn't be that hard to outsell them. It shouldn't be that hard to outpace them in video game nominations when the award ceremonies come around. So, you must be terrible. Your ecosystem, your devs, your games must be awful if they can't beat the super samey predictable movie games that Sony puts out. It's a self-defeating premise. You want to sit here and argue that like Sony games suck and Sony games are samey and Sony games are just predictable, boring movie games, then why in the frick can't they get beat at the Game Awards? If they're that bad, then how bad are your games? If they're that bad, I'm saying it with my chest because I'm sick of it. Like, if you don't like the games, fine. If you want to if you want to slander and besmirch every game on the PlayStation platform as being bad and as being predictable, samey, they all feel the same, they all look the same, they're interactive movies, then my gosh, your games must suck because look at the award nominations for like the last seven years. You're not even on the field. Jeepers, I'm sick of that argument so tired of that that's a self-owning premise you're it's an own goal you're kicking the ball in your own goal eric badillo coming in with a brand new membership that takes us to 27 on the day i love seeing this for every 25 or 30 members that we get gifted i really want to see five people jumping on their own and we've already had two or three people do it today thank you so much Wasn't Halo basically an interactive movie? I actually liked Halo's campaign. I actually liked his campaign. Do people do this with GPU, Team NVIDIA, Team AMD? I think if Intel makes the drivers work better for Arc GPU, we'll have a good value. Moving the goalposts is only only winning awards because people love garbage. Wait, are you saying people love garbage or you're saying that they're going to claim that Wabi Sabi? I'm not sure what you're saying. Last of Us was a good transition from video games to TV show. I have so much more respect for people that will look at the PlayStation and say, those are great games. I just don't like them. They win awards. They sell like crazy. They have a great ecosystem over there. It's just not for me. I don't like them. I'm, I, I bleed green. I'm, I'm on this side. I'd rather have somebody just be honest about the fact that they have good games. Like, there's nothing wrong with admitting that. When the, Just yesterday, I defended Xbox because somebody was like, they don't really have any good next-gen games, or, or they said they have none. And I said, are you kidding me? I said, look at Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon won awards. It's an amazing game. It's a very, very good win for Xbox. I gave them credit for Hi-Fi Rush. I think Hi-Fi Rush was a good win. I think Hi-Fi Rush put on display how Xbox's ecosystem can really, really move the needle of 
public attention and public engagement. I can say that. Do you want to know why? Because I don't bleed a color like some weird tribal commitment. Like I went and joined some club. I can praise Xbox. See, that's the beauty of my content versus all these other dyed-in-the-wool content creators who can't break party lines. I could literally boot up tomorrow and make a video praising Xbox. And you want to know what wouldn't happen? I wouldn't lose subs and support. Because that's not my track record. That's not my channel. I can do that. The freedom that I have to do that, you watch. The more we rise, the more we get traction, the more people tune into my show and they see that freedom, they see that liberty, they see that ability to say what I want, they're going to hate us for it. They already are. We're already getting attacked. We're already getting slandered. We're already getting blacklisted. And you know what? I say bring it. Bring it isolate me insulate me you'll make me more interesting you'll make me stronger people want truth they want facts they don't want your predictable talking points that you've said in the last 10 videos that you've made i have the freedom to talk about both platforms and say the good and the bad they can't they don't come at me with platitudes about PlayStation games being movie games. Don't come at me with cheap shots at Xbox. I I don't want that. Let's have discussions. Let's have dialogue. You just want to throw talking points back and forth? Is that all you want? You're not going to get that here. We're not just going to throw talking points back and forth. I I I read through... 15 to 20 page documents every morning for my monologue. I'm not just dealing in talking points. Long form dialogue driven, debate driven content. You can't do that with talking points. To be fair, the viewership count suggests people do want that. There is a growing consensus, Zubair, and we're at the tip of the spear. There is a growing consensus within the gaming community of enough is enough. Enough of the spin, enough of the clear biases. We want actual reporting. It's happening in Western news media, and it's happening in the games press. It's like, we're not getting truth. We're getting propaganda. I use both platforms, but I only use my Xbox for Xbox exclusive games. Same for my Switch. We can be friends. We're friends. That's what I do. I go where the games are, baby. I go where the games are. Do you want to know what I'm going to play this summer? A new Zelda game. And I can't wait. I'm going to play Final Fantasy. I'm going to play Diablo. You know what's going to happen in September? I'm going to play Starfield. I go where the games are. I, I treat games the same way I treat facts. I just go where they are. I, I, I don't I don't have an agenda. I'm not beholden to anybody. I I'm not in danger if I criticize Sony. I'm not in danger if I criticize Xbox. I have the freedom to do that. You can show up every day and, and, and have confidence in my coverage. This guy isn't in jeopardy of hurting his brand if he's critical of a certain company. I'm not in danger of that. I covered a video game for five years, and I won myself a ticket out of that community because I wouldn't tow the party line.
Charlie Burns says, didn't you guys hear? Sony pays for all of its awards. They also pay developers to not put games on Xbox. They also pay to make sure the game didn't pay or keep it off of Xbox or it gets a downgrade. Yeah, Sony seemingly pays a whole lot of money. (laughs) They pay a lot of money. I love all my consoles, says Renowned, but I can't see what PlayStation... Uh, I can't see the PlayStation is more optimized than PC or Xbox on release. Most of the games, then you need to look around. I'm not sure what you're... I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time with your point. Your sentence kind of fell apart there. <clears throat> this is why gaming journalism is being gutted. Yeah, look at the way they're responding. One up, one down. All you have to do is look at the way the gaming press is responding. They, they don't point to their articles accuracy they don't point to facts they just block why I told you guys this months ago the gaming press has become a bunch of glorified content creators backroom deals early access early early grabs of press releases so they can be mouthpieces for the developers and for the companies why because that's how they generate ad revenue They're glorified content creators because what matters more to them is clicks and ad impressions, not being careful, not being accurate. They're not worried about being careful and accurate. They're worried about being first and the most, what's the word? I ruined my rant. It's not provocative. Inflaming. Frick, that would have been such a good sentence. As an order, I hate when I do that. They are rushing to be the first. They're rushing to be the most inflaming. That's how they make their money. Imagine creating false statements to justify Microsoft's laziness when it comes to making good. I keep seeing your clips being shared on Twitter. Buddy, they're loving me. They are loving me on Twitter. (laughs) And the haters and the people who want to lie about me and slander me and bring up lies and defamatory things from 2020, you are losing. You look pathetic and weak and impotent. You can't stop something like this. It's organic. I didn't do this. I didn't, I didn't research this and like come up with some marketing plan. I made content. And all of a sudden, people started clipping it. All of a sudden, people started promoting me on Twitter. You can't stop it. You can throw as many stones as me as you want. All you're going to do is tear your own glass house down. Found you on Twitter, bro? I, I love the love I'm getting over there. Yeah, Jedi Survivor looks good. A little clunky on the animations. A little worried. We got a call a call of duty order? A coffee order. What is wrong with me? A coffee order from Zep. Two bags of Frickmas and a bag of light. Thank you so much, Mr. Zep. I know why you called yourself that. That is truly fantastic. Console tribalism shows an astonishing lack of maturity. I'll never understand it. People just can't enjoy what they have. They have to do it at the expense of the alternative. I was reading a book last night about this. Well, it's not about this. It's about something else. But we don't need to get into that. And what it talked about was the vacated middle. The middle has been vacated. 
in all spectrums of life, it, it's happening, and we're not talking about this, but it's happening in like politics and religion and cultural debates. There's a vacated middle. And I don't mean vacated moderate. No, 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 no. There's a vacated middle. We used to have this middle ground where we could gather and we had like base level agreed upon things. And even gamers have vacated that middle ground. Instead of coming together and being like, listen, listen, listen. We all love video games, baby. We all want them to be great. We we want to support this industry. We want this industry to flourish and for the games to be awesome and the devs to be paid. That middle got eroded. And I don't know how it happened. I don't know when it started. But until we reforge... <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Until we reforge that middle... It's always going to be like this. It's so polarized. It's a freaking video game console, bro. I literally read through facts, read through statements, read through articles, and come to very base level uh, conclusions. Sony has every right to be concerned about this. Microsoft has every right to do this if they want. It's their property. And I get called a Sony pony. Eugene, I do think it's an algorithmically driven thing, yes. Because... Basically, data is determining predictability, and predictability determines polarization. Does that make sense? Like, I kind of agree with that. It feels like a... It honestly feels like an emergent property. Zubair will be so proud. We didn't try this. They didn't try this. It emerged from how, how algorithmically driven platforms are. The emergent property is the polarization of culture. Eugene says, is Sony the evil corporation that pays to keep Microsoft down, or are they the small fry that can't win an acquisition battle? You can't have it both ways. Yeah, people love to run with both narratives. It's being used because it works. It reflects what people are demanding. It reflects user behavior. Symbiotic. It's symbiotic, Zubair. It's a chicken and the egg situation. You can't say that people wanted this and that that's what their behavior was. It's symbiotic. People like to feel accepted. They like to feel like they're part of a club. They like to feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. And that data manipulation and that funneling, it gives them that. And like all good dopamine hits, they need it again and again and again and again. And again, so it's a symbiotic interchange of I like this, I'm getting a feedback loop, it makes me it makes me feel better, it makes me feel better, and then guess what? If somebody tries to threaten this, hey man, your perspective on that's wrong. Don't you dare threaten my feedback loop of dopamine. Of course people respond in a rage because you're upsetting the very thing that makes them feel good. It makes them feel like they're they're right, they're correct, they're part of something. I mean, we're breaking it down. We're getting kind of deep. But that's that's what's happening. That's why when someone hears something counter to what they've been told, they get angry because what they've been told has had a psychological effect on them. It's made them feel good. Well, I bought a Series S, and this guy's told me it's a great system. It's got so many 120 FPS games. I hear this guy named Lono say it's a weaker system. It's going to hold back games long term. I That makes me angry. It provokes anger. 
You're a Sony pony. What the heck? No, I'm not. What? Huh? We always disagree on this point. Corpse go where the demand is. If that's their only goal, then they will give people what they ask for. They don't actually care. They want the views. Right, but Zubair, you can inflame behavior and desire. You can see this in children with positive and negative reinforcement. If a child really, really wants candy and unhealthy food, that desire is there. I can inflame it and make it worse. It's a symbiotic interchange. So, yes, they give people what they want, but they inflame it. They exacerbate it. So it's a symbiotic relationship. It's like, it's, it's like a, it's a centrifuge? Is that the word? Yo, behemoth with a tip. I don't know how much money that is. Hi, Lono. You are original. I love your opinions and takes. No one can present these topics like you. Keep going, sir. Thank you. <coughs> I don't, yeah, positive feedback. I'm not sure if that's what I was thinking of. We're, we're zoomed out and we're sort of doing a diagnosis of what's been happening in our chats, what's been happening on Twitter, right? That can be productive. It could also be anti-productive. Like, I don't want to be, or I'm not anti-productive. It could be unproductive. I don't want to spend too much time diagnosing why people are acting polarized. Like, that's not really the purpose of what we're doing here today. Again, if you like my content, if you like my takes... If you uh, if you if you're enjoying what we're doing here, well, you know, make sure you're subbed. Make sure you're here on a regular basis, right? I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I can't do this this topic this lane every day. That's not my channel's identity. There are gonna be days where we talk about Diablo. There are gonna be days where we talk about Starfield. There are gonna be days where we talk about uh, Hellblade, Jedi Fallen Order, you know, live service games. And I hope you come back. Because I hope you see the show and what you get here, the interchange, the back and forth. The show is of a caliber that's tough to find elsewhere. I really hope y'all aren't just tuning in to see me body Xbox. That's not what I want to do. If that's what you're tuning in for, and I get my shots in sometimes, and you think that's awesome, and you want to clip me and put me on Twitter, that's fine. I, I, I accept that the people are going to do that. Please make sure if you clip me on Twitter, you give me credit, though. I've, I'm seeing people, like, clip me, and they don't tell anybody who I am. At least this is in the corner. Look at it this way, says Eugene. We used to go to the store, see a news rack, pick up the newspaper and the media that we wanted, but we still saw the other choices. We may have in- insulated ourselves, but we weren't insulated from the other sources. The data, I can't say that word. I don't think YouTube likes that word. The data, the way the data is manipulated, it isolates uh, us from other sources. We don't even know the other, the other choices exist anymore. Right, like, I probably say things. Your setup looks cool. Thank you. I probably say things that people have never heard before. Right? I probably say things about, about PlayStation and Xbox that people just... Never heard before. Daz literally just said it's untrue that people are just now getting them from the past eight months to a year. People have easily been able to get a PS5. It's still been kind of hard to get a PS5. I I will stand by people that are like, I'm having a hard time getting one. Because listen, 
you have to think about something. The average consumer ain't using Twitter, Discord, and all these alert systems. They're just periodically going to the store. They're just periodically pulling up BestBuy.com. Ristic with a $20 tip. Every time you do an Xbox or a PlayStation talk, we need the puppy from Diablo. I know, right? Thank you for the 20 spot, Rizik. I knew that when I first found your channel, says Lion, we were getting... Uh, I knew that when I first found your channel, when you were getting bodied by a tree sentinel, it was a good choice to subscribe. That was a funny stream. Oh my gosh. I forgot that we go back that far, Lion. I forgot. Freaking tree sentinel. Whatever. What a punk. <laughs> what a freaking punk, dude. By the way, guys, if you've never done a membership on YouTube before, I'm going to start being a little bit more like for- forthright and say, hey, consider supporting the channel directly because this number over here is like 24 or 25 gifteds. That's people being super generous. Hit that join button. Hit that dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. Consider doing your own membership. It's five bucks a month. You get into our members-only Discord and you get into members-only streams. We usually debrief on the day. I do Friday night streams with my wife. We'll be doing a Star Wars watch party this Saturday night. So make sure you have a membership with the channel if you want to support what we do here. I don't think they're as readily available elsewhere as they are in the U.S. It seems Sony may be directing stock here because it's better financially here at the moment. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I saw two or three in the in in Target in, behind the glass. I have never seen that before since the PlayStation Five came out. I've not seen that before. I saw a guy walking up to the checkout holding one, and I was like, "It was like a it was like a Bigfoot sighting." I was like, huh? And I went to the back and I saw two, and I took a picture. If it wasn't lying. I wouldn't have found you, Lono. And if it wasn't for you, that video on Doc Dark. I uh, wouldn't have shared your video to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I reacted to Doc. Yeah. Yeah, y'all are good people. I mean, the people on Twitter have been so, so cool. I This whole group of people have just, like, wrapped their arms around me, and they're like, brother, we're going to clip you, we're going to retweet you, we're going to give you love. And I'm like, uh, this is great. I like this. <laughs> I like I like nice people, you know? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> Transmissions from a space boat hit 15 months as a membership says I'm doing my part. Guys, everybody should be more like Transmissions from a space boat. See that? They're doing their part. They're hitting that dollar sign. They're doing membership. Favorite professional wrestler, past or present? I never got into it. I liked I liked The Rock, but that was from a distance. I like I like I like him, you know. It doesn't matter. Like I I never got into it. My friends did. Twitter good? Never. There's good people out there, even though that that platform's terrible. Should the Rebel Alliance have destroyed the Death Star or just invaded and turned it into a shopping mall? That's a tough one. I don't know. I think the structure of the Death Star was probably too big to scale for a shopping mall, right? Like, production costs to keep it running wouldn't have been feasible. They would have run out of cash flow before they were able to really sustain a mechanism of growth. Does that make sense? Like, it's just too big. <laughs> I, I try. 
I tried to take that as seriously as I could. You know? I'm a big wrestling fan. I never stopped watching it. Yeah, I just never got into it. <clears throat> you like good people? I'll just go then. I mean, you can be bad. It's fun to do bad things. But, you know, that I'm just saying that I like good people. Clip that. <laughs> Will there be a premiere after this stream? Uh, we didn't know there was nothing going on the new the news cycle kind of dried up on us a little bit we've got more shows planned for this week but I didn't want to cannibalize any of my shows or any of my uploads I almost did out of desperation but I didn't want to fall prey to it I'm saving some good topics you guys might get an uh, was I wrong you might get one of those streams this week was I wrong about this <laughs> you guys love it when I'm potentially wrong, or I admit that I was wrong. Is a PS5 Pro a real thing? Let me give y'all a recap. We're pretty far into the stream, and that's totally fair to uh, request that. The PS5 Pro has been all but confirmed by sources and by leakers with a tentative uh, date of late 2024. And we talked about how this is a problem for both PS5 consumers that have one now or want to get one because this generation's been a bit slow. I, I, I would I would be in support of a, of, a, of a consumer saying, listen, you guys just got started. Like, we don't even have that many PS5-only titles. Like, what on earth? Like, I, I think that's a problem. It's going to be tough to market because it's not going to land early in the life cycle of the console. Like, late 2024 is four years since it launched. But the problem was is everything slowed down. And so it makes it feel accelerated. So I think that's a problem. That's going to be a difficult thing with the marketing. It's going to be a frustration for the consumer base. I also think it's a potential problem for Xbox. If you look at the ray tracing acceleration that they are allegedly trying to do, Mark Cerny, uh, one of the architects, PlayStation's architect, uh, he apparently filed for a published patent, or no, a recently published patent that's suggesting they're looking to accelerate ray tracing. That could cause a significant drift between the PlayStation 5 hardware and the Xbox hardware because the Xbox ecosystem is permanently attached to the Series S. And according to all tech analysis, the Series S is going to struggle with, um, it's going to struggle with the, uh, with the ray tracing. It's just a weaker system. So... I love it when you admit you're wrong because it means you're capable of changing your mind uh, based on facts and honest about it. Yeah, there have been t- there have been plenty of times historically. I think some of the people who who have been here the longest can tell you like, oh yeah, there are times where he'll flat out be like, yeah, I was wrong about this. I got this one wrong, right? There was one recently that I had to admit I was wrong about. I can't remember what it was. It was a prediction that I made, and I was like, yeah, I totally missed on this prediction. I can't remember what it was though. When are we going to talk? do a talk about ray tracing? We need uh, to be spicy and clickbait. I baked your your information into my show open, Wheezy, and I quoted you in my show open, but I don't know if I want to do a whole stream a whole stream on ray tracing. That's so that's too tech heavy for me. I can't get that passionate about it. It's like a it's like a sidebar piece to today's topic. I mean, I can go back. I can go back and I can go back and quote you. I quoted you in the show open. And I quoted an article that you gave me. Uh, I said the pos- I said the, 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 the following. <clears throat> the 
The reason that ray trace and acceleration on a PS5 Pro is so significant in potentially creating a bigger divide between the PlayStation and the Xbox ecosystem is it can, it's going to equal potential less dev time spent creating and placing light objects. Wheezy said that it lets you light the source, uh, it lets the light source generate the lumens, and the game engine then dictates reflection, refraction, etc. So in essence, you place the source, and then you let the physics react realistically. And then one of the articles he sent me said, a decade or so from now, real-time ray tracing will be commonplace, allowing developers to create realistic graphics without all of the tedious workarounds. Now that was just four years ago. He said in a decade. In just four years, this guy's prediction's coming true. People are moving towards ray tracing for the development efficiency and if they can get better development efficiency with ray tracing on the PS5 Pro that's going to potentially make the PS5 ecosystem even more appealing to developers Cowboy says about the console wars this is why I tell gamers play the platforms because you have interest in the games don't play the games because you have an interest in the platforms right it's like yeah it always feels backwards when I feel like I'm watching somebody who's like yeah I played this and this is awesome and it's because of a, of a prior commitment that they had to the platform it's not because it's a good game it's a good game does that make sense it doesn't mean it's not a good game it means you had a prior commitment that dictated this outcome I've got to give back the bad food choices that Lono and Chad have driven me to lately. Oh, come on. Drove 20 minutes to Panda Express last weekend. Do it. (laughs) The console war debate is pointless. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. PS5 Slim, more likely uh, a pro, less likely. Besides, PS6 will drop eventually. I mean, I'm not seeing any reports that justify what you're saying, Ariel, because think about it. We have it all but firmly confirmed that the PS5 SKU is being unified with a detachable disk drive. There is no PS5 Slim. And the PS5 Pro was confirmed by sources. It's coming. Late 2024. So, no. That, I, there is, I, don't, I don't see a, a, a PlayStation a PlayStation Slim. Essential Picks promotion comes to PlayStation Store 4. I don't, I don't know what that is. Just a blog about games coming. Thoughts on the Activision deal? I've covered it quite a bit. I think it's a really smart move by Microsoft because it enables them to gobble up a huge portion of the market and it'll bolster Game Pass's appeal because they could throw really big franchises on it. But I think that level of consolidation is historically really bad for consumers. I think initially it'll be great for us. It'll be great for consumers. We'll have way more games on Game Pass. I have Game Pass Ultimate. So initially it'll be great for me. I don't think long term it'll be great for us. I, I, I look at internet service providers and cell phones and even what's happening with the TV, movie, and streaming market. And I say, I, this level of consolidation always comes back around and hurts us. It ends up costing us more money and it ends up driving quality down. So while I can see the brilliance of the plan... I'm like, yeah, I really hope this doesn't happen. I heard a rumor about a PS5 Slim as well. The PS5 Slim rumor is likely related to this. 
Insider Gaming previously reported that a new PlayStation 5 with a detachable disk drive is scheduled to release later this year. That's 2023. It's understood that this new model will phase out the current PlayStation 5 to cut down on production and shipping costs. In spite of the widespread reports, this is not the PS5 Pro model. I would imagine that the PS5 Slim is related to this. The rumors, at least. Game Pass is getting Valheim. Yeah, Valheim is really fun. They're moving toward cloud systems. Developers are going to develop for whomever has the money. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think developers are moving towards cloud in, in, in no way. Trust me. If developers were moving towards cloud with their development, you'd see way more games hitting Nintendo Switch Cloud because that is a massive audience. And it's not happening. I don't think developers like developing for the cloud right now. It it, it it affects performance. It affects player experience. Just look at some of the Nintendo Switch Cloud games and look at their reviews. I, you know what I'm saying? I I don't agree with that at all. I don't I don't think you're going to see that shift not for a while. You you would need to have a significant shift in the quality of internet infrastructure because cloud gaming is so bottlenecked. It just doesn't it just it doesn't run that well. Will there be a performance difference between the PS5 Normie and the PS5 Slim? They're not going to call it the PS5 Slim. It's just going to continue to be the PS5 with a detachable drive and no performance issues that we know that we know of. Nobody cares about the Nintendo as a system. <laughs> That's simply untrue. You're not paying a te- you're not paying attention if you think that. The Nintendo Switch has been the dominant it has been the dominant piece of hardware for years. The Nintendo Switch market saturation is unbelievable. Saying that is just ludicrous. That that you can't substantiate that oh nobody cares about the Switch. That is not true at all. Now, next-gen developers don't care about the Switch. But again, my point was, if developers are going to go where the money is and go where the cloud is, they would be flocking to the Switch. Because that's where that's where the money is. That's where the cloud is. They could wake they could make a ton of money. They could make a junk ton of money if that were the case. Like, if you were primarily looking for money and you were looking for cloud, you would 100% be building your game for the Nintendo Switch cloud. You would. Like, I'm, I'm pushing back against your premise. Nintendo seems to have tapped into the younger generation and that's their niche, don't you think? No. 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 Globally... That is not true. The Nintendo Switch is not appealing to a niche younger audience. We've looked at the data. That's simply untrue. It was like what the Nintendo Switch saturation was like 75% of the people that have bought one and play one and log in are over the age of 19. Only 24% I think was the number. Like roughly 24% of the people that log in and play a Nintendo Switch regularly are under the age of 18. So, no, that is simply not true. Three-fourths of their audience are adults. The biggest cluster of the people on the Switch were like age 26 to 40. That's the biggest cluster. That's, yeah, the Switch is crushing it, globally especially. 
it's 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 been significantly successful in the Asian markets because that mobile uh, that it being mobile is incredible. The mobility of the Switch is a huge factor, huge factor globally. I didn't know that. It's pretty good in the marketing aspect. Yeah, it's an impre- It's a really impressive system. If you look at any of the data, this is one of the reasons why in a recent interview, uh, Doug Bowser, is that his name? He literally said he thinks there's even a couple more years left in this Switch because rumors started surfacing about a Nintendo Switch 2. And he's like, now nah, we got a couple more years in this thing. Are you kidding me? When did that thing come out? Nintendo Switch release. How long has it been out? 2017 good night we're we're seven years in and he's like oh no yeah we got a couple more years left that's a lot is there an OLED model yeah there is yeah there's an OLED and then there's the switch light as well slightly off topic we just bought 20 switches for my district we're starting up an esports program Mario Kart Rocket League and Smash Brothers oh that's awesome remember that stat last night Gamers over 45 outnumber gamers under 24 in the U.S. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of bonkers. Which proves graphics aren't everything. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where, again, I was pushing back on the notion that, like, oh, cloud gaming is the future. Devs are going to flock to cloud. I don't think so. If they were going to flock to cloud and where the money is... They would. Can you imagine how much more money they would make if they made a game for cloud and threw it on Switch? They're not doing that because cloud is is struggling. It's it's better than it used to be, but it's still struggling. I listen. I I've played games on cloud on my, uh, on my PlayStation. No, it is not that great. Nintendo has a problem with gimmicks. They release their gadgets, and Sony and Microsoft improve. What? But what problem do you mean? Nintendo Switch is do- is a dominant force in the industry right now. They're not threatened by Sony and Microsoft at all. Seriously, go watch any of the videos on this. Go look at any of the pie charts, any of the data. Nintendo is not at all threatened by PlayStation and Xbox. It just isn't true. When Kojima's Microsoft cloud native game comes out, it will put a spotlight on cloud gaming, says Cowboy. And if the game is good and big to where that game can't be put on console, it'll make cloud blow up more. I, yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a lot. I still think there's a lot of infrastructure improvement needs for cloud to get into a better place. Anyone else getting complete? Uh, stupid, unrelated... Uh, Anything they follow on Twitter? I don't use Twitter that much. I go post, reply to a couple people, and then I get out of there. Kojima's cloud experience isn't a game for one. I'm not sure what you mean. Sony and Xbox wish they had first-party strength of Nintendo. Yeah, if you look at the first-party sales of Nintendo titles, Nintendo doesn't even have to pay attention to, to, to PlayStation and Xbox. They don't even have to pay attention. Like, look at the way their first-party their first-party game sells. Look at the way Mario sells. Look at the way Pokemon sells. They they don't even need to. They're not even in the same universe. They're in their own universe. They orbit around themselves. 
Nintendo is Nintendo's Nintendo. They, that's why when these discussions come up, I always tell people, I'm like, this is just silly. It's just silly. You know what? You know what I think some of it smacks of. It's almost like it's like Western exceptionalism gets insulted. This idea that like a Western company, Microsoft, is losing to Sony, Ugh! and you get all like, and that's why you'll notice most of the people that are super dismissive about the Nintendo Switch, they're usually Americans, because there's this, there's this. There's this Western sentimentality that, like, surely Nintendo's not been kicking the crap out of Microsoft for 10 years. Yeah, they have. It's not even a competition. To call it a competition is to misuse the word. You're too... It's a geocentric thing. Like, you're so geocentric. Like, it's America, the West. Brother... Nintendo and Sony crush it globally. They crush it. And that reality is so upsetting. This is why you'll notice most of the outlets that are going so pro-crazy ABK, so pro-crazy Xbox and Microsoft, they're all Western-based outlets. Like, they have a vested interest in Microsoft getting to a better place. Their brands are are tied to it. The only reason Nintendo isn't worried about the other gaming platforms is their hardware doesn't compete. So they're smart to always be a step behind in hardware. I don't even know if Nintendo thinks of it in that way. It's not about hardware for them. Crazy that Nintendo and Sony were going to merge back in the 90s. The 1900s? The 90s, I know what you mean. Nintendo and PlayStation are as ingrained in gaming culture in the West as any other platform, in my opinion. At least the folks I know that have literally grown up with those platforms. It's not about it being not ingrained in the West, Sven. It's the idea the idea that PlayStation and Nintendo have outpaced Microsoft for 10 to 20 years that I believe I'm telling you it's a western thing it's like that frustrates people it's their brand loyalty is more deeply rooted than they like Halo it's deeper than that you you see this in sports right think about the insanity of how crazy people get how brand loyal they get how tribalistic they get about sports that's so much of that's rooted in hometown pride and where they were born there's nothing wrong with that but it goes too far sometimes right and I think that idea of it's yeah it's an American thing like born and bred America baby Microsoft and the idea that two Japanese companies kick the ever loving snot out of Microsoft in the gaming space people really don't like that reality they'll say the craziest things like Sony is scared no, Nintendo is just a bunch of gimmicks. Nintendo's problem is they're not, they don't really compete. What the frick did you just say? You just said a bunch of stuff that's inane and ignorant. None of those things are true. But people say it all the time. People say it all the time. They make the most ridiculous statements. Sony's scared. Sony gonna fall behind. What? How? Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo doesn't really compete. Are you freaking kidding me? 
Nintendo is literally Mount Everest. Like, they're, they're, what do you mean? Nintendo is, truth be told, Nintendo is the god. Like, they're the god in this equation. They're the biggest. They got the biggest reach. This is such an odd point of frustration, in my opinion. I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't want to go too deep on analyzing it. Nintendo competes. They have sold the Switch at profit for seven years, and they never had a price drop. They don't price drop their first-party games. Nintendo is swimming in profit. Nintendo doesn't compete because they don't have to compete with everyone. That's the facts right there. That's the facts. They, yeah, they don't compete. Who? They don't have to. Like I said, they orbit around themselves. They're they're in their own universe. They're literally in their own universe. They orbit around themselves. In anticipation of Atlas Fallen's release on May sixteenth on PS five, learn more about your heroic sand power abilities directly from the dev team. That game looks so good. It's right around the corner too. May sixteenth. That's two months away. Dad gum. That game kind of came out of nowhere. I can't believe it hasn't been delayed. Lono, is Nintendo made a console that would... Oh, if they made a console that was on par with the other console hardware, Nintendo would have to bring more games that's graphically heavy. Oh, I get what you're saying. So Cowboy is basically saying it's a 900 IQ play. They don't compete with hardware because then their games would have to hit that threshold of graphical fidelity. They don't need to do that. They completely sideswipe that competition thread and say, we don't need to do that. You want to play Mario? You want to play Zelda? You want to play Metroid? You don't play Pokemon? It's over here. The Dreamcast should make an upgraded console to compete with Nintendo. Poor Dreamcast. Poor Dreamcast. Killed by piracy? Killed by piracy. It's just in. Atlas Fallen has been delayed. I'm telling you, that one ball that that one that one boggles my mind. That game came out of nowhere, and I was thinking, oh, we're definitely going to get a delay on this game. They literally don't need to do that. Why waste money? No, Wheezy, that's what Cowboy is saying. That's exactly what Cowboy is saying. He's saying if they went down the hardware path to compete with Series X and PlayStation Five hardware strength, then they'd also have to make games that graphically compete. They completely dodge that, and they're like, oh, we don't even have to do that. <laughs> we don't even have to do that. He's saying it's a brilliant strategy. They dodge that entirely. Like, I think he's saying, yeah, this is smart. <laughs> I don't have to do any of that. I mean, look at look at Breath of the Wild and compare it to the next gen games. Like, look at, look at Tears of the Kingdom. They're not even trying to compete in in the graphical realm. It doesn't matter to them, and they're going to make millions of dollars. I'm saying they would never because they don't sell at a loss on the console. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and Wheezy. That's why I said I just I don't know if we're ever going to see a next-gen Nintendo. And then you came in with the chipset stuff that might happen. I mean, that, that, that could change things. Yeah, Valheim coming to Game Pass. Might be worth checking out. Oh, everybody should check out Valheim. People should support those devs. I hope they got a fat check from Microsoft. Because... They would have been successful anywhere they go. That game has its own organic grassroots support momentum. 
But I, I hope they got a fat check from Microsoft. Because Valheim is already popular. Which means Microsoft probably did write him a pretty good check. Nintendo and the word Nintendo is synonymous with the generation older than us and with non-gamers. What what are non-gamers? Who what do you mean? Nintendo doesn't appeal to non-gamers. Nintendo appeals to gamers. Nintendo's IP is their strength. Look at their game park. Look at their theme park. If Xbox had a theme park, it'd be a cardboard cutout of Master Chief's cheeks and a teacup, right? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Just got here. Why is PS5 Pro a problem? I believe it's going to pose a problem to the PS5 owners and would-be PS5 buyers because it's going to feel accelerated because it took so long to saturate the market with PS5s. It's also been slow to get a lot of PS5-only titles because of what happened in 2020. So I believe it's going to feel accelerated even though it's speculated it's going to land late 2024. That's four years into the life cycle of the PS5. I believe it's it's a marketing and potential consumer relationship problem where people will be a little annoyed like, you haven't launched enough PS5-only games. I just now got my PS5. I also think it's going to be a problem for the Xbox ecosystem because the Series S can't really do ray tracing and the PS5 Pro is targeting accelerating ray tracing which could make them more appealing to developers so it's a twofold problem I I think this is going to be a potentially it's a potential disruption uh, when it finally lands and it could be PlayStation could be criticized people like are you kidding me I just got a PS5 so they're going to have to market it very very uh, tactfully Hang on, we got another order of coffee here from YouTube Lurker. He grabbed three bags of light roast. Thank you so much, YouTube Lurker, for that. I appreciate you very, very much. Microsoft and Activision are refusing to produce documents for the FTC. Which documents? What's what's being subpoenaed? Cowboy says, it's smart for Nintendo to stay in their own lane because they're killing it. They don't have to need to join the hardware wars. Yeah, they don't. I don't know about you or anybody, says a Myrtle Turtle, but throughout the whole my, ch- my whole childhood, no matter the console, my mother would always tell me that it was time to turn off the Nintendo, even though it was a PlayStation 1, PS2, or whatever console I was playing as a kid. Oh, yeah. They just called it a Nintendo. Yeah. Turn the Nintendo off, Billy. Speed recap, Pog. Yeah, where's my thanks for that speed recap? Could I get some members? Could I get some... Could I get some likes on the video? If you can't do a membership, at least give me a like. Let's shoot for 500 likes on the video. Show some appreciation for that really... <clears throat> excuse me. That really fast recap two hours into the broadcast. It's okay. Starfield will release on Xbox Series X, XX Vin Diesel edition, and I feel fewer people will purchase pros this gen. I don't know about that. I think the PS5 Pro could really do well in two ways. It'll drive the PS5 price down, which will drive demand up for the PS5. People will love that. Oh, I can finally get one and I'll get it at a discount. And then if the demand for the PS5 in its first like year or so is a telltale is a telltale sign of anything, the demand for the PS5 Pro will be high. The FTC has requested 24 times and they have refused. It's not being said what documents. Okay. I mean, Microsoft may have a legitimate reason to refuse because Sony refused to hand over um, the subpoenaed um, 
performance reviews and the judge sided with Sony they still had to hand over the stuff about their exclusivity deals but Sony was had all sorts of stuff uh, subpoenaed and they pushed back and said you, you can't get this and the judge sided with them so Microsoft could have legitimate you know pushback although if it's if it's been requested 24 times it doesn't sound like they're being it doesn't sound like it's being considered as a legitimate pushback Can't find any news to that effect. Microsoft and ABK refusing FTC subpoenas. Yeah, I didn't see that in any of my news feeds this morning. I was assuming maybe it just broke. I don't know where he's getting his info. The good old days of blowing into the Nintendo cartridge to make it work. Do you know that blowing on the Nintendo cartridge didn't do anything? There were teeth that pointed down like this, and like the the little circuit board in the bottom of the cartridge would have to rub against those teeth. And those teeth over time would get pushed up and not make a good connection. So if you take apart a Nintendo and you clean those teeth with an eraser and you push them down, that's what needs to happen. It's like, yeah, it wasn't blowing on it, it didn't do anything. Watching you while doing cardio. Get it! Get it! Come on! Keep going! You got this! Couple more miles! You the man! Or woman or person, you're doing it. I'm just being stupid, kidding around. I think the market has been so distorted that we don't know what will happen. History may not be repeated. The pro will have to be very compelling. I, for one, don't feel my PS5 is old. Reseating it repeatedly may have worn off some corrosion on the context. Yeah. Lono Peloton coach. Chase Iron says, hey, that's my job. Blowing didn't do anything. My childhood was a lie. It probably sometimes helped. If there was dust or anything interfering with the contacts, it may have helped. Blowing in there and blowing on the cartridge. Nine times out of ten, your contacts had been pushed up over time. I'm always tuning in at the gym. I need more of this. (laughs) PS5 will be 400 by the end of this year, says Eugene. People will certainly buy any Pro, though. How well did the PS4 Pro do? I know the Xbox One X sold well. Yeah, I don't know. I had an Xbox One X and I had a PS5 Pro, a a PS4 Pro. So, but I'm at the the tip of the spear. I'm a YouTuber, so I buy all of them. I, I buy everything that comes out. All of your childhoods are a lie. Kids are effing stupid. (laughs) What do I think the PS5 price will be? Well, I think the thought process is it'll supplant the old price of the PS5. So the PS5 is going to drop to 400 and then the PS5 Pro will be 500. It'll just replace it. That's that's a guess, right? I, I don't know, 550 maybe? If they bump it to 600, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't like making pricing predictions, but I could see it replacing the old 500 price point. Because if it becomes normative that buying a PS5 is 400, and then they bring out the Pro at 500, that hierarchy is just logical. If if late this year, 
because they're they're going to distribute this new SKU of PS5 with the external removable drive and that's going to drive costs down, shipping down, production costs down, that can drive costs down for the consumer. They'll be able to drop the PS5 to 400 and then a year later when the PS5 Pro comes out, $100 more. I I can't see them dropping the PS5 to 400 and then selling the Pro at $600. That's a $200 price increase. Or a $200 price jump or difference, however you want to frame it. If production is limited, they should drop it at 750 until the market will no longer bear the price. Yo, what's good, Von Raz? With how the economy is going, do you think that scalping will be a thing again when the pro comes out? Oh, it will. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've done everything they can to stop it, but scalping will never go away. Yo, my man Dan doing a member VIP. Welcome back in, Dan. Thank you very much. But having a pro really be good for third-party devs that can't seem to get optimization right for the current PS5? What are you talking about? What games aren't aren't optimized well for the PS5? Listen, I know the Xbox guys are throwing confetti in the air because the Resident Evil 4 remake demo runs better on the Xbox. Buddy, if that's the if that's the fight you want to have, if that's the score you want to track, you're going to lose. You're like the guy who loses eight matches in a row and finally wins one. It's like, yeah, way better than you. Like, settle down. (laughs) Settle down. The Resident Evil 4 remake demo ain't proven anything. There are so many games right now as test cases that show the PS5 and the Series X are neck and neck. I've never seen any major differences in performance. Forspoken, yeah, but for but we can't talk about Forspoken. Forspoken had all kinds of optimization problems. That's not an indictment of the PS5. You'd have to show a pattern, and the pattern is not that the PS5 has games that don't run well on it, or that companies are struggling to optimize for the PS5. That's that's not a that's not a that's not a proven track record at all. Forspoken had a litany of problems. That would be like trying to prove that... Remember when people were trying to say that next-gen consoles were weak and they were pointing to Gotham Knights? You can't point to a game that has optimization problems and make that an indictment of the consoles. That's ridiculous. 750 wouldn't be acceptable unless you could prove it was so much better than the base PS5. And not just technically speaking, you would need to see the difference more than any other console to date. We're going to really look at demos performance. Buddy, I had a guy get up my nose on Twitter. He was like, PS5's weaker and here's your proof. And I'm like, that's one game. And it's a demo. What? That's a good analogy. I'm better than you after eight losses. I've had my fair share of encounters as fighting game enthusiasts. Yeah, people do that all the time. You lose and you lose and you lose and you lose. This dude is a fanboy. Stop arguing with him. Okay. Yeah, Forspoken is an indictment of the devs. That game was poorly optimized everywhere. I've already uh it's already proven that most third-party AAA titles run better on the PS5. Don't start. Yeah, if you really want to try to take that fight, you're going to lose that fight. 
I can just go to Digital Foundry's YouTube channel and prove you wrong. What about this game? PS5 is more stable. What about this game? PS5 is more stable. What about this game? PS5 is more stable. And then there's a litany of games where the Xbox Series X and the PS5 are interchangeable. I mean, goodness gracious, even Hogwarts Legacy has a two-second faster load time on the PS5. Like, there are numerous reasons to point to one system being better than another if you cherry-pick the right games. Generally speaking, in my estimation, Series X and the PS5 have been virtually interchangeable this generation. Anybody running with a narrative of, like, the PS5 is way stronger or the Series X is way stronger, they're just fanboying. They're virtually interchangeable systems as far as performance goes. There have been examples of certain things running better on one and then the other. It's it's not a... It, the, the pattern there leans towards PlayStation 5's favor, but it's not conclusive at all. What do the devs say about Final Fantasy game when it comes to the PS5? That if it wasn't for the, the, the memory and the data transfer speeds and the SSD, that Final Fantasy 16 would still be in development. I didn't explain myself correct about the PS5 and the third-party devs. I'm not saying the PS5 is inferior. I actually think it's superior most of the time. Where's the pattern that that indicates what you said, though? That there's a is there a pattern of optimization problems with games on the PS5? Where's that pattern? I don't see it. I gave you uh, tech-heavy charts for the PS5 versus the Xbox Series X on Discord. It will put it all to bed. What is this? What, are those just a bunch of random games that favor? It kind of goes back and forth? It looks like overall the CPU is a 2.6 favoring the Xbox Series X. A 2.6? That's it? What, what, oh, here, here's another one. Okay, 20% in favor of the Series X with respect to RAM... See, but yeah, if you if you flip it around and then you look at in favor of this RAM, it's in favor of the PlayStation 5. It, they're virtually interchangeable. Every tech analysis I read was like, okay, they have a little bit weaker this, but they make up for it here. Uh, this one has a little bit weaker this, but they make up for it here. Every hardware breakdown I've looked at between the Series X and the PS5, they're basically tied. There's a pattern of Lono defending PS5. That's faux show. You know why I had to defend the PS5? Because people come in and gaslight with really stupid, dishonest takes about the PS5. And when I have to defend it, that would be like saying, Lono, you're constantly defending uh, your... Lono's just constantly defending the flavor of his coffee. If I had all these trolls coming in and saying, yeah, your coffee tastes like oranges. Your coffee tastes like garbage. Right, and I had to constantly defend the flavor of my coffee. Well, yeah, when absolute morons come into the chat with brain dead takes, and I smack them down, are you going to keep track of how many times I've smacked down people that say things that are false about Xbox? No, because it doesn't suit your your narrative about me. I've had people come in and say just the dumbest things about Xbox. I'm like, that's not true. Series X is so much weaker than PS5. I'm like, that's not true. They don't have any true next-gen games. That's not true. Look at Forza. They don't win awards. That's not true. Look at Forza Horizon and the awards that it won. Now, you're not going to keep track of that because that doesn't suit your narrative because you're suspect. 
Like, you cherry-pick certain things to try to paint a narrative. Like, you're the person with the bias and the slant. Like, that it, it kills me that people can't see that. You don't talk enough about your coffee, though? Well, when I was talking about the coffee a bunch, I kept getting complaints in the comments in the chat afterwards. All this guy does is promote his coffee. Bunch of bunch of whiners in the world who can't let a guy promote his product every, you know, two hours. Chase Irons sent me. Oh, I appreciate that. He's here all the time. He's one of my, uh, he's one of the members here. Well, when you guys say poorly optimized, how much does it affect you from playing a game? Because I bet I beat Forsaken, uh, Forspoken and I enjoyed it. I didn't have any issues that made the game unplayable. Why can't I approve messages? Check the Discord Valiant. Check mod chat. Uh, d- and, and ask Creature. You need to hop on gear? Hop on gear? What you talking about? Cowboy, my issue with Forspoken wasn't optimization. My issue with Forspoken is I didn't think it was a good game. I didn't think it was a good game. I, I thought the dialogue was terrible. I thought the pacing was bad. I thought the combat was just mediocre. Resident Evil 4 runs better on Xbox. Right now, the demo does. Again, we don't know. Listen, people are quickly going to run to that. Wait until the full game comes out. Wait until Digital Foundry does a full breakdown of the launch title. I'll see you get huge. Do you mean you want to see me get huge in, like, the content creator space, or you want to see me get huge? Like, which is it? Series X has some performance advances, but it also bottlenecked to hell. PS5 has purposely designed to eliminate bottlenecks as much as possible. Speaking of coffee, don't tell Zubair, but I've been eating grapes with my morning dark roast cold brew. This might be my slow fall to Frickmas. Yeah, man, Frickmas is good. Holiday blend, dude. If you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you gotta try my coffee. You know what happened? I'm gonna be dead honest. I'm not blaming my brother, but my brother made me so self-conscious about how I talked about the coffee. Like, he teased me about how I talk about balanced acidity and we ship this from our house, like this isn't a sponsor. And he freaking infected my brain with, like, I'm self-conscious now. Like, I, whenever I go to promote it, I don't say all my token lines anymore. Like, I need to defeat that dragon of of insecurity and be like bro just promote your coffee man like say sling sling your coffee say your stuff like speak your you know what I'm saying Microsoft and Ubidus a leading cloud gaming provider have signed a 10 year partnership to stream Xbox PC games as well as Activision Blizzard titles after the acquisition closes our commitment to give more players more choice it's crazy to me that people say that Sony is desperate Microsoft signing a contract to anybody with a hand and an ink pen. (laughs) But Sony's desperate. We we literally went from it it blow it blows my mind. We went from we went from Microsoft offering Sony an extra three years, and now Microsoft will sign a 10-year contract to anybody with fingers and an ink pen. Who's desperate? They want this. They need this deal to go through. They are literally signing contracts with competitive cloud services. 
but but Sony's desperate. I can defeat this dragon. Shut up, Derek. I was asking because, for instance, I played Resident Evil 4 Remake Demo. I didn't notice it being bad. I think if you don't play the game side by side, you won't notice these issues. Cowboy, sometimes what you're saying is 100% correct. Oh, look, we got to... Like, let's just say they run a benchmark and and it averages... 59 frames on Xbox and it averages 57 frames on PlayStation. That's freaking stupid. That, that No one cares about that. Sometimes you're right. Other times I don't think you're right. There are times where a game runs dramatically worse like the Series S. You can't look at the Series S and tell me that the performance comparisons are, are not noticeable. There are games running at like 900p resolution on the Series S. There are games that run dynamic 1080 just to meagerly, inconsistently hit 60 FPS. Like, dynamic 1080? That's old-gen performance. You're wrong. Was already on that. They approached Microsoft to make sure it stays on their service. Come on, man. They're using every single one of these contracts as a PR game. Hey! we sold two orders of coffee that's what I want to see a bag of light roast to pasty gorilla and the whiskey panda grabbed a bag of light roast seriously I'm going to do my pitch if you guys have never tried coffee with balanced acidity and you're a coffee drinker you should try it it's easier on your stomach it's extremely smooth no bitterness our coffee all three flavors features balanced acidity right now you can get our triple threat which is all three of our flavors dark roast light roast and our holiday blend if you use code March Madness, you'll get a discount and you'll get all three flavors. Use that code. Go to reforgeroast.com, snag the triple threat, and use code March Madness. You will get a thank you note from my kiddos, my wife, and them ship it out. You're supporting basically a small business. This is not some sponsor. This is mine. This coffee is in my house. Comment about the Diablo beta. Hang on, Mantis. Diablo 4 beta on Xbox, remember to pre-order only comes off your wallet 10 days before release, so you could pre-order to get the beta and cancel. Yeah, that's true, that's true, if you guys are trying to get into the Diablo 4 beta, which we will be playing that this Friday. What is balanced acidity? So, coffee, when you roast the beans, creates a certain level of acidity. If you try really dark coffee, it can almost have like a bite and a bitterness. That comes from the acidity. My flavors, my light roast, my dark roast, and my holiday blend has balanced acidity, meaning it's smooth. You won't taste the bitterness. It doesn't have that bite. You make the coffee at home? No, we have it sourced and roasted and sent to me. I don't make it in my home. It's in my home. Like, the bags are here. We're the ones that ship it to you. Like, this is literally one of the bags that showed up at my house on a skid. I'll tune in regularly, playing MW2 on PC. All jokes aside, I like gaming as well. Well, thank you. If you want to see all the flavor profiles of where the coffee comes from and what it's going to taste like, well, go to reforgeroast.com and you can read all the flavor profiles profiles there. I'm not going to turn the show into a Reforge Roast, you know, infomercial. 
Coffee's awesome and smooth, says Brittany. I can 100% vouch. There are people in chat, they might not be here right now, there's somebody named Tiffany. She'll tell you, she's not a coffee drinker, and she tried it. Like, if you're not a coffee drinker, get the light roast, and get a little bit of Italian sweet cream, and you will turn into a coffee drinker. MJ says, I can vouch for the coffee. I have GERD, and it doesn't trigger an episode at all. Oh, gee, oh, what, uh, what's GERD? Gastro, something with gastrointestinal something? Rickmas blend is superior in my opinion, says MJ Talks. There you go. I've had people tell me before they can't drink coffee because of their stomach and they can drink mine. Yeah, open beta is next weekend. The closed beta of Diablo 4 is this weekend. Where do you get your beans? I mean, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. One of them is a Mexican sourced bean. I, uh, all the flavor profiles there again, they're on, they're on reforgeroast.com about the coffee, I can quickly tell you. The light roast is multi-origin uh, City Plus profile. Dark roast is single origin, which is South America. They're both South America, both the light and the dark roast. One's multi-origin, one's single origin. And then the Frickmas blend is single origin Mexico. There you go. Italian sweet cream is exclusive to Reforge? No, it's just the best flavored uh, creamer to use with it. My wife doesn't even like creamer, and she said that Italian sweet cream is like, it pairs perfectly with my coffee for some reason. Did I miss the PS5 Pro segment? We're two and a half hours into the broadcast. I Yeah, I mean, we, we've, we, we've gone round and round. Uh, Captain Toasty Bun says, I also have GERDs. And I have tried the three blends with no episodes. And now I have to look this up. Gastro... Gastroesophageal reflux disease? It's a gastro reflux disease, basically. And there's two people in my chat that are saying, yeah, the coffee's so smooth, I, I can drink it. It's a reflux disease. Two people in my chat have it and they can drink my coffee. That tells you how smooth it is. Hey, we got an order of coffee from Von Raz. He grabbed a bag of light roast. Appreciate you, Von Raz. Kratos says, whoever has GERDs, look into fasting with drinking organic homemade bone broth for three days. That'll heal you. Yeah, I know homemade bone broth is really good for inflammation. I've heard that before. I don't know if that's going to heal anybody. It could help. Sven says, This is my only concern with Xbox moving fully to just an ecosystem business model rather than physical. Oh, the, yeah, just grabbing up every... Well, why, why, why would that matter to you, though? If they're going to work with all these cloud companies, who cares? Dark Roast needs more reviews, says Fuzzy. Hey, do me a favor. If you guys have ever ordered the coffee with any regularity, use ReforgeRoast.com to leave reviews on the coffee. That's really helpful. Eugene says, If mid-gen upgrades and cross-gen compatibility for a few years is about to be standard, a new gen every eight years and a mid-cycle every four-year mark makes total sense. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's a good rhythm. I think that's a perfectly fine cadence. It's a perfectly fine cadence. 
Lizzie Blake says, I'm an idiot, bro. I was joking around. Don't hold nothing I say seriously. Uh, I'm an idiot on your Discord. I love gaming, so sub, man, great content. If you want to get the full access of the Discord, you got to become a paying member. But, but, uh, if you stick around and you watch quite often, you might get a gifted member. We have, like, a ton of super generous people here. Today's video did very well on Suggest. We got a ton of people that clicked on this on Suggest. Thank you to everybody that did that. Let me give you guys a member count to see how close we are to the Just Dance stream. We haven't fallen yet. We're at 2,567. So we are still within about 400 members of reach to do it. It's there. It's possible. Dark Roast must have a kick to it. Not really, no. Our Dark Roast is not a very... um, it's not a very punchy dark roast. People will tell you, the people that like dark roast, they'll tell you it's not a super punchy dark roast. It's very versatile. People use it for cold brew. People do it with creamer, without creamer. 809Lion says, Do you think a mid-gen upgrade will bring more users to a platform, or will it just create a situation where only those who already participated in the ecosystem will trade for a pro? I think it'll be a bit of both, Lion. There will be people that fence it and wait and wait and wait and they'll be like, all right, I'm going to wait for the pro. There will be people that do that. I think the vast majority of the people that buy a PS5 Pro will be upgradable. They'll be the ones upgrading. But here's the thing you got to remember, Lion. Let's say it's an 80-20 split and 80% of the people who buy the PS5 Pro are already in the ecosystem. They already have a PS5. You have to consider the price drop on the PS5 the non-pro version, the PS5 dropping in price will really raise the funnel of adoption. And a ton of people will jump into the ecosystem at that point. I don't know if this helps, says Goddess, but I've drank Reforge hot, iced, and blended. It is so drinkable in every way. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for all you do over on the Tickety Talk. I don't mean to ignore Tickety Talk people, but it's tough. The advancements of the new GPUs hasn't slowed down the same way manufacturers and supply lines have. Sony upgrading to a pro version is keeping pace with current technology upgrades. If Xbox does a pro, I'll buy a standard X, says Eugene, because the X will drop in price. Cowboy says, Lona, what I was telling you yesterday is Boosteroid is from Ukraine. They have a bad name because they put games on their platform without permission, so Microsoft looks desperate to give them a deal. Yeah, I saw people being critical of that company, and they were like, Microsoft's playing a political game here. They just want to be able to put Ukraine in their in their tweets. And it's like, I saw people, I don't know anything about that company, so I am quite literally right now only restating what I saw, but I saw people saying that. They're like, this is not a company that y'all should be working with. This seems really desperate. One cares about boosteroids. I had ne- I've never even heard of the company. I've n- I've never heard of the company. I'm excited for this game. Is the is the Hogwarts is the Harry Potter video going to get any love? No, nope, doesn't look like it. Nope. I got a comment on it and thought something was happening. Completely random question says Alapark. 
Does anyone else have an ad above your chat window? Never had it before. Really? You got an ad above your window? Above your chat window? That could be amazing for live This saves streams. me a ton of time because it only takes like... Oh, sorry. Sorry, I thought Chrome was muted. I have an ad below my chat window incognito and I have an ad preloaded. It's it's doing a pre it's doing a it's doing a pre-roll ad and I have an ad below the chat window. Is Hogwarts still removed from YouTube? Uh probably. I I I think it was intentional. I don't think that crap is ever coming back. Oh, it's back. It's back. I was wrong. Thank frick. It's back. It just let me add. It yep, it just let me add one to it. Gosh, that was freaking annoying. Thank goodness. Creature was right. I was wrong. I was wrong. I thought, man. Oh, they've they've completely effed. Some of our Hogwarts videos are effed. Time to worry. It put us in Skyrim. What the frick? I'll fix that right now. The rest of them seem to, of course, corrected. Thank goodness. Because that game... That game's not going anywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why they remove it? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I was super concerned. I was like, why would they do this? I was like, there's going to be more Hogwarts coverage that I want to be able to do. And I'm not going to be able to do it. Because you're going to be out here putting yourself into a Hogwarts Dark Arts pack freaking category. Which is not the right category. Okay. Our most recent videos all got put back into the category. So that's good. Yeah, I thought it was intentional. I was like, how does something like this happen? To be honest, Hogwarts is mid. Let me tell you something. Hogwarts is coming. It ain't even done yet. It hasn't hit old gen or Nintendo Switch. My wife is not a gamer. She'll play games with me. We've played games co-op. We played Diablo. We played Borderlands. We played all kind of games together. My wife is not a gamer. You will never walk into a room and find her gaming by herself. But she's been doing that with Hogwarts. She hit... 29 hours last night. I think she passed me in gamer hours. In that game specifically. That game. That game's doing something. (laughs) That game's doing something. You got my wife closing in on 30 hours. And it hasn't even hit the Nintendo Switch. PS4 and Xbox One yet. Woo. Woo. That thing is a commercial leviathan. It, uh, Di- I don't even know if Diablo 4 is going to be able to compete commercially. Like, it'll be up there. It'll be in second place. But I don't think Diablo 4 is going to be able to tackle it. I think Hogwarts is going to be the biggest selling game of the year. I think it's already past lifetime sales of Elden Ring in the UK market. Falling behind? I am falling behind! Yeah, Paul's right. You might want to make sure you don't have some malware malware in your browser. If you're suddenly seeing ads in weird places. Yeah. What happened on YouTube with Hogwarts? You suddenly couldn't put videos in the Hogwarts legacy category. It was super weird. 
gonna play the re4 remake when it comes out i might play it for an afternoon yeah i play it for an afternoon i didn't play the demo because i heard i heard it was really short and it just didn't look like it was going to do anything for us so i reached out to the psvr2 switchback uh group to try to get a code i think that's tomorrow we might not get a code in time um but we'll try to feature more games here tell you what if you guys can push this to 50 i will owe you 10 members instead of just five you guys have a chance to do that another order of coffee came in from my man quintar he bagged himself a triple threat holiday light and the dark roast and he didn't use he didn't use the march madness code to get the discount Let me schedule the member stream. I don't have an upload, so we're just going to go hang out with members. If you want to come hang out and continue debriefing on everything that's been going on, on the channel, on the coverage, on the topics, hanging out with me and members is a great time to do that. This is also a great time to take a bunch of people hostage and bring them with us. You make them a member, and they get to come with us to this stream. Lately, we've not been able to do this because we typically go to an upload first. Uh, We've we've been doing upload first. Uh, So this is an opportunity for us to, uh, to do that. Yeah, I'll be playing Diablo on Friday. That kind of complicates things. That kind of complicates things because we, we, we've been doing the show with Mike on Friday, so I'm not quite sure what we're going to be doing. I'm not quite sure what we'll be doing. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because I like doing the show with Mike. I really, really do. But I also really want to play the Diablo 4 beta. Take me hostage, please. Oh! Look at that! Thanos says, take me hostage, please. Captain Toasty Bun's like, I can do that. Look at that. Absolutely nailed it. Let's get a member train going, and if you really want a membership, type something like that in chat. I wonder if it literally, like, if somebody says, please, or I really want a membership, like, if you really want a membership, toggle it on and, like, ask for one and see if YouTube doesn't bless you. That would be hilarious if that's a, if that's a factor. Play the beta with Mike. I don't want to do that. I, I don't like, I can't, my my brain doesn't do that. I can't do gameplay with another person on the launch of something. I, that, that's always so hard for me. Like I told you yesterday, I'm a, I'm a freaking train baby. I get on one track and I, I can't I can't do. I, I, that's that's not what I would want to do with that. I'll be playing it that night with my wife. For members, I think it's allow gifts, isn't it? I think allow gifts is the is the is the command. Immortal Turtle's gonna gift one. Goes to Liquid N. Liquid N gets a membership. That takes us to 29. 29 members on the day. If you're offering, I will definitely try out the membership to see what I've been missing. Jocko says, please. <laughs> Let's. If that's what works, if that's what works, we have approximately eight minutes. Well, about seven minutes. I don't like these streams going longer than three hours. All right, Pat, Captain Toasty Buns did one. It went to Grizzly Adams. Victor did one. Oh, Victor did five. Victor did five. Can I gift on mobile? I believe on Android you can. I believe on Android you can. Uh, Captains and, and, and Victors takes us to 30, 
takes us to 35 up 40 40 we got another five bomb from chapter eight there we go it went to mudcat bad morning ben allen xavier walker greg wright quantum apothean kurt landis proto jeremy scalise j ramp yeah it's not working i thought what are the odds what are the odds we're now 10 away from the 50 two spot from cram thank you graden's gonna get us one closer to 50 41 let's go it went to nuka Faye. five from quintard that's 46 on the day let's go kenneth anderson pete nolan saint something stubby and zen i love seeing names like stubby and nolan saints get them because they're those are those are og homies those are og homies Let's get Josh Allen a membership. Get it. Come on, let's get Jocko and Josh Allen in here. Come on. We're going to membership real soon. Let me close all this. If you're on YouTube, are you going to GDC? No. If you're on the Tickety Talk, do me a favor. Go to my profile and click on the link and come to my YouTube channel. And uh, hang out with us as, uh, as members. Come become a member. You'd have to click join. You'd have to click join. So you'd have to become a member. Become a part of what's happening. But I'm going to go ahead over here on the Tickety Talk. I'm going to I'm gonna end it. So come over, to, come over to my YouTube channel. Go to my profile. How do I end it? There we go. There we go. One from Minchtree. One from Minchtree. 47. We need three more. We need three more, and you got five minutes. You ever gonna do a uh, you ever gonna do another debate video with the doc? Oh, Doc Dark? Yeah, I would love to. We just need a topic. We need a topic that we're on differing viewpoints on. Because the Game Pass debate was really fun. That was really really fun. He's good. He, Doc's good people, man. Some of his coverage recently, I almost reacted to because I wasn't too keen on it. Yo, Valiant's jumping back in. He's like, I don't want to miss out on the member stream. Come on now. Come on now. We need three more and I owe you ten. You better hurry. Running out of time. I would subscribe if my car payment wasn't a thing. Yo, Wolf, hang out as much as you can. Hang out as much as you can. That's 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 you're more likely to get a membership if you're here and you're smashing the like button and chatting. All those communicate to the to the gifting gods. We actually need 40 more likes on this video, so make sure you guys have done that. Are you a member on your own channel? I didn't even know I was supposed to be a member on my own channel because I'm allowed to use emotes, so I didn't know that was a needed thing. So no. Alright, four minutes. We need three more members in four minutes or I'm only going to owe you five. Another order of Reforge Roast came in from Birdo. He grabbed all oh, terminal stupidity. Says, "Let's just do this. Let's quit screwing around." And he says, "Let's do it." He gives five. All right, I owe you ten. I owe you ten. Um. Info under embargo. No. Here we go. I'm gonna give you my ten, and then we're gonna get the heck out of here. Uh, Yumi 8, Legion, 9 Milli, Devin the Vulture, Adrian, you guys all got gifted memberships. Alright, here comes the 10 that I owe you, and then we're getting out of here. We are getting out of here. We're gonna go hang out as members. 
I'm going to put a link in chat, by the way. Redirect sometimes doesn't work. Redirect sometimes does not work. So you might want to click the link instead. It will, uh, it'll be there. Yo, Game Labs got one. Oh my gosh, Kelblood dropped a 20 bomb. Oh my gosh, he took us to 72. He took us to 72. We just stepped on each other. We're now three away from me owing you five more. We are three away from me owing you five more. Jocko got one. There we go. There we go. That's the way to do it. We need three more, and I owe you another five. That's 20 on top of the 52. Three more for 75. You better go quick. You better go quick. You got two minutes. You got two minutes. We got 40 new subscribers today on the channel and we're about to get I believe we'll probably get 75 little bit of delay because we've been on normal latency but it's gotten rid of virtually all of the blips there it is terminal stupidity is going to do it he's going to take a 77 on the day oh shoot 77 that's 82 it's 82 that's another 10 that's another 10. All right, I owe you five more. We got to hurry. We got to get out of here. Fuzzy's going to give one. Take us to 83. All right, everybody chill. Everybody chill. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. We got to go to members. I don't want this hitting three hours. This VOD will perform well. Zinthos taking us to 84. All right, all right, all right. I am going to spam a link in the chat. We can talk about the membership count in the next stream, all right? If you don't want to ride the redirect, click the link in chat, all right? If you don't want to ride the redirect, then you got to click the link in chat because redirect doesn't always work, okay? You're going to turn off autoplay or auto start. Come on, hurry up. I keep having to refresh it. Come on, stupid. There we go. Thanks so much for clicking on the video. Another member stream. We're going to hang out in the wake of my stream about the PS5 Pro. If you're a new member, you really want to connect with our members-only Discord. It's linked below in the descriptions of all my videos, or you can go to discord.gg slash TV. Make sure you're plugged in there. We're going to be doing uh, a stream this Friday night of Diablo with my wife, the new Diablo 4 beta. We'll also be doing a Star Wars watch party on Saturday, so you want to make sure you are in the Discord or you will miss out on those things. I'm going to end the previous stream and bring everybody over from our stream about the PS5.